choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go 0 to 100, nigga, real quick. Oop, alright, we're up. So, go ahead. Alright, what's up, y'all? This is Suave at Sincerely Suave. Tells like KMGZ. And we are here with episode 10. Oh, thanks for asking. We'll name it later, as as those who've been listening know. Um, yeah. We're doing a little tweaks, like we told y'all, we're... Working all this out, figuring this out from scratch. So we're doing a little few tweaks, some suggestions we got to make it a little bit. Because I know we tend to ramble, so we're going to make it a little bit uh, easier to follow here. So Order, order. <laughs> so um, we're going to start out with this. We're calling this Yours and Negritude. And it's going to be, uh, you know, wherever our shout-outs, our congratulations, whatever we want for the week, you know. Because we always try to keep a positive till here, even though we ranting and raving a lot. But still, it's all love. So we'll start out with yours and Negritude. And I think we, well, I know we got one that's the same, which is uh, Serena Williams just won uh, the French Open. It was French, right? Yeah. Yeah, the French Open, which is her 20th title. And, you know, I, I've said before, and I, I'll still maintain, you know, I'm not a big fan of Serena Williams, and I'm going to tell you why in a second, but, I mean, I always give credit where credit is due. I ain't got to like your ass, but if you the shit, I'll give it to you. And Serena has been beating these girls into dust for decades now. And, I mean, I, 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 I tend to like Venus more just because I do, but, I mean, I, you know, Serena is ain't, ain't no – Serena been killing these girls. And um, she just won her 20th. And, you know, everybody's calling her the GOAT. And I won't argue with you too much. Well, I will a little bit because I've been actually watching tennis a long time. Me and my dad used to watch tennis from when I was a little young. And I used to play tennis a little bit, but I, I was just doing too much. And, and tennis took a lot more effort to keep up with, so I had to let it go. But um, So I watched tennis a long time, and I'm actually a big fan of Steffi Groff. And I think Steffi Groff is the GOAT. She's the best at ever doing. She has the most titles, the most grand slams. Um, you know, and I know a lot of y'all are probably too young to remember Steffi Groff, but she was extremely athletic, and she was beating these girls down similar to Serena. But I think Serena, I mean, Serena got 20, and, and we're not even through this whole season yet. So, And, I mean, Steffi Groff herself says she's pretty sure Serena's going to break her record, and I'm sure Serena will be too. And at that point, she'll be the GOAT to me. And I know, you know, y'all want to talk about, oh, she dominated, blah, blah, blah. But listen, this is sports. Titles and championships matter. And if we ain't measuring at that, I don't know what else we measuring on. So whatever, I'm not going to debate you. But Steffi Groff is the GOAT until Serena passes her. And then Serena will be the GOAT. So, She's four shy of her, right? Huh? She's four titles shy of her? Two. Two? Steffi Graf had 22, and that's the other thing. People's like, well, Steffi Graf didn't win none past 29. I'm like, Steffi Graf retired mad early, which actually makes her more of the GOAT because she reached that status before Serena did, but whatever. Serena's, you know, most likely going to pass her, and then she'll be the GOAT, but, you know, I don't be debating sports on Twitter because y'all be knowing less about that than anything in the world, but... Yeah, I don't know anything about no tw- uh, tennis. Yeah, so, uh, but shout out to Serena. I mean, she and she had the flu. That's the thing. She was paddling the flu. Yeah. And still beat that girl. And so, yeah, that's what did it for me. Because I don't know about you, but I've tried to play some sports with some illness. Never the flu. 
But I had bronchitis before. A nigga and a cold or a headache or anything. And it's like, good Lord, you just be like practicing. All right, let me just catch the ball. Let me just pass it. Like, you don't need to be thinking like beyond that. So for her to come back and and, and win that with the flu, congratulations. She's the baddest, but, you know. That takes a hell of a lot. Yeah. Well, I just don't like, I mean, like, again, I follow tennis. And, when you know, Serena doesn't lose too often, but when she does you, she's incredibly ungracious about it. She never wants to give her opponent credit. It's always, well, I, I did this, and if I, if I didn't do that, she would have never won. And I just, I think that's tacky and, and classless. You know, um, you, it, it, a good champion, you got to know how to win, you got to know how to lose. And, you know, they all professionals out there. Ain't like these girls just lucking up. Yeah, maybe you had a bad day, but, hey, she still beat you. And I just think... It, it, my opinion, it just makes you look really petty when, you know, you're a great champion, you have all these wins, and you can't, you know, the few times you lose, you can't just go ahead and say, hey, you know, my opponent beat me today. I feel like all the yeah. guys do that. LeBron, Jordan, Mayweather, any name anybody, they always, you know, give credit. So for you not to do that, it says a lot about you. That's just my personal opinion. Y'all want to over... I don't give a fuck about the congratulations and the ceremony she did. I'm like, look, nigga, do all the rap poses, whatever you want to do with the trophy. I have no issue with that. I'm one of the worst people in the world. I will fucking crip walk on you if I beat you at Connect Four. So it's not about that. But you have to be gracious in defeat. And, and yeah. when, you know, so that's why I'm, I've never been a fan of Serena because I just don't like, I don't like that part of her, her personality, but that's just my opinion. Admittedly, I've never really paid any attention to her matches. I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen a whole one. Yeah. But I well, just know what I know from ESPN. So that's yours and Negra too. And I got one more shout out, and this is personal one, and it's to Allen Iverson because on July 6th, this day on July 6th, I believe it was 2001 in the NBA Finals, which the Lakers beat us 5-1, but it don't matter because the infamous step-over shot happened, which will go down in the annals of basketball history when Tyrone Lou was on my man Allen, was talking all that shit before the game, Allen ate this and Allen ate that, Allen took that shit to heart, and I think he dropped 54 points that game, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I could be. I think that was the game, though, when he hit that three over that nigga and stepped over him like he was some garbage on the street. Shout out to you, Allen Iverson. I know you had some problems, some issues in your life, but you good money in Philadelphia any day, and I think you know that. And, yo, you bought our city. You ain't bring us no, no titles, but you bought us some 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 pride and some fucking exciting-ass games. And He tried his best. He tried his best. He dragged us all the way to the finals by himself on his back. But just like I think LeBron James is about to find out, you cannot, you know, you can't win a, a finals by yourself. You need, you need a, you need a team. But he did everything he could, and honestly, I blame that loss on Larry Brown. I think Larry Brown was a terrible coach, and that, and that, when you know, that series could have been. I mean, we might have still lost, but when 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 Shaq fouled out of game two and he took Matumbo out to go small, that's the dumbest shit. I don't know. Nobody understood that decision. Like, dude, Shaq is killing y'all. You get him out, you go. But I blame that series on Larry Brown. Larry Brown's a terrible coach. I don't care what nobody say, and I was glad to see him go. So, anyway, that's yours in negritude. You got anybody else besides Serena you want to do? Um, You don't have to. I'm just asking. No, nah, I don't think so. Okay. So, we're going to go on from that to, you know, little current events, which I think will be the extended session this week. Because so much, that's the one thing I love about doing this podcast in coordination with Twitter, because you never know what's going to pop up. You never know what's going right. to come into the game. And, and, and Chris Brown is such a blessing for, for, <laughs> for having us have to be current, current events. And I'm going to let you go first, because we just did Chris Brown, and, and, and you was, you know, Still praying for him and wanting him to win and all that. So I'm going to let you go ahead. On oh, you make me sound like No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, I, I know what I'm going to say. So just go ahead and, and give me. So what we're talking about clearly, if y'all didn't know, is what day was it? Was it Friday? 
Friday um, when it happened? I think it was, I believe so. Yes, it was Friday because they were they were relaying Thursday night events where Karuche, I guess her and her friends, she went out to a club and uh, Christina Million was hosting at whichever club I forget. It was club I forget also. But anyway, Chris Brown and and we're gonna get into the story. But at the time, all we saw was this picture of uh, Chris Brown appear. And no, actually, it was a video of him. He appeared to be following her around. And the story we got later was he had been following her around. And the story eventually got broken by TMZ, I will say. And I'm going to go into that also because y'all like to act like TMZ don't be on it. And TMZ has been on it, and their facts are proof and correct. But anyway, um, so we saw him forcing himself into her van. And um, I, I just, I got a lot to say because, you know what, it's it's... It's it's a lot of fucking it's a lot of shit birds on Twitter and in the world, and I'm sick yeah. of y'all. But that, that was Friday was revealing uh, a lot. The world would be um, a better place without a lot of these people. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, ain't going to I just I wish for one. I wish more people would just be honest with themselves. But that's another story for another day. But anyway, but first, let me say, Chris should not should not have been at the club at all. He should not have been there because it's my understanding that they had an argument at dinner. What team, what the, what the blogs were all saying, but they took it from the original TMZ story, TMZ story, which I checked because TMZ, y'all can say what the fuck y'all want about TMZ. When it comes with them celebrity things that happen in California, in LA, those motherfuckers yeah. be having tea. Because again, they pay people and they pay people well and they vet their shit because Harvey Levin is a lawyer in, in, you know, before anything else and he knows he ain't gonna get trying to get sued. He knows all about libel and all that shit and he not gonna throw shit up there that's gonna subject him to a lawsuit. And so his shit be factual. And what their story was, they, you know, we don't know what the lead up was. We gonna get into it, but I guess they had been arguing and he kept trying to insist on seeing her and she said, okay, only in a public place. And so, I guess you said that Christina Milian had her thing. Okay, I guess whatever, wherever they were at, Karushi had the VIP table at the event. And Chris booked the VIP table next to her, which I guess was news to her. And she got upset about it. And they got to arguing in the club. And that's the part that we saw them leaving, that she left. And that's the part we saw in the video, them leaving that club with him following her and forcing himself into the SUV. And then, so, I guess once he got in that SUV, they argued again, and she dropped him off somewhere. And then later that night, they said he was banging on her door at 3 o'clock in the morning, trying to get in again. Which we're going to get into the story, because I, you know, I already got Chris out the paint last episode, but I'm about to throw him overboard this episode. Nah, you got, I'm going to let you, you go ahead. I just... He was wrong for me. I mean, if it's true that if they were arguing, period, and he shouldn't have been there, just especially him being who he is and knowing that he draws the attention that he does, okay, it's fine that you guys have an argument, but Chris, like, you're already known and still, you're you're an abuser, period. And for you to show up there, like, you're not, you're trying to make this element or create this lane where you're trying to change, but you're not helping yourself by continuing to, to keep up with this behavior. Like, you shouldn't have shown up with the at the club. And yeah, you have a lot of feelings. We all do. I have a lot of feelings, but... And I have to check myself, and I have to be checked a lot. But you can't... You can't do this. And then the thing with the pose, the, that still frame that's going around with him standing with one leg on the curb, I get it. That is an aggressive pose. Um, 
I just, it's, it's just all bad. Like, I'm not going to sit up here because I might say the wrong thing and then somebody's going to say, you were caping for, I'm not. It was wrong. Listen. It was wrong. So, I, that's what I got to say on that. So but you go ahead because I know you're going to say it all. So we've got to know each other a little bit and I feel like you're a good person. You're not, you're not, I don't feel like you're a domestic, you're not, not feel like, you're not an abusive person. That's So everything that you just said is coming from that viewpoint, all right? All that we had are art, listen. The nigga is domestic violence 101. I use the term argument because that's the term. And I got, you know what, let me, pre before I say what I got to say, I'm going to apologize to Karuchi because I, I feel like after the Ayala thing, for me personally, the jury was still a little bit out on her, but I was like, mm, you know, she going to go back. Because, you know, she would, she would say something and then she... She was giving indications that, oh, well, he's, yeah, he's not, you know, she just was giving him indications that there was a, it was just going to take her a little bit longer for her to let him back in. And that's what I left that interview with. So I was like, but I have to apologize to her because not knowing all the facts, but it, it appears that so many things. So first you said about the, the aggressive stance. That it was not, that's not just an, listen. I, I, I've been to war, y'all know that. I went overseas. I, I've done stuff over there, okay? It's not just the, that's not, that was not an aggressive stance. What that was, was the international nigga stands for, if it wasn't all these cameras here right now, I would be punching you in your face right now. But it's all these cameras right here, so I'm going to just stand here, and I'm going to hold somebody on Twitter, said it, I'm going to hold my striking hand back. That's what that pose is. That's that... <laughs> That's that. We at work. You just showed up to my job with some bullshit, and I don't have no choice but to deal with you, because if you stay out here, you're going to make a bigger scene, so I'm going to come out, and I'm going to just chill and act like everything's okay, but you at my job, and if I wasn't going to get fired, I would be beating your ass right now, so I'm going to just put my hands and hold my hands in front of you, because sometimes my hands move faster than my brain, and I don't want to get fired, so I'm going to hold you. This is I'm just here, so I don't want to get fired. It wasn't about an aggressive pull. That was a threatening pose, and to her... I agree with that. And to her credit, and this is why I say I owe her apology, it seems as if she had been sticking to her guns all this time. And when he couldn't whatever cajole or rap or whatever he wanted to do to get her to do what he wanted her to do, so he shows up, he books the table, follows her around. And to her credit, that picture, and people was tweeting, oh, this picture is fun. Listen, man, I love a good joke. I love a good meme. Y'all know, I, and y'all keep telling me, all y'all tell me how ignorant I am on Twitter, and I'm like, whatever, you know, but... There was that picture, that girl, was. you saw a, a, a woman, I'm still calling her a girl, who was doing the absolute best she could and was doing everything she could within her little control she had of that situation. Here's all these cameras here, here's this clown here who I do not want here following me around. Thank God these cameras are here. She looked very uncomfortable, but she was keeping it calm. She was keeping it together. I'm not going to make this more of a scene. I said last week that he hadn't been hitting her, but now I don't know. Perhaps he has been because he was holding his hand back like, you you know if these cameras wasn't here, I'd be hitting you. And it was beyond an aggressive stance because it, to say they had an argument is, is not characterizing it properly because if TMZ's facts are correct, she has not been wanting to see him, has not been wanting to communicate with him. So to say it's an argument um, kind of assumes that there's some mutual assent, okay? We're both here in this consenting exchange. We're just having an argument. No. That was... 
I don't want to see you. You're not doing what I want, so I'm going to just show up, and I'm going to follow you around, and I'm going to force you to talk to me. And the, and the most disturbing thing about that picture is this motherfucker is doing that in front of all those cameras. So if that's how aggressive and abusive he is going to act with the world watching, because in his little dumbass mind, you could tell he think he wasn't doing nothing. I'm not touching you. I don't got my hands on you. I'm just going to stand here and intimidate you, but that's not a be I'm not doing nothing. Look, his camera's right here. Look, I'm holding my hand. I'm not hitting her, so I'm not doing nothing wrong. Intimidation is abuse. That's his attitude. He don't think he's doing nothing wrong, and a lot of y'all fucking shitheads on Twitter apparently agree, but she was scared to death, and you know, you saw the second part. When he pushed himself into the SUV, her little friend, who I got a whole thing on that too, her friend actually said, if you listen, he, she said, get out of the SUV. Move. Move to the back. Move to the back before I move you. So this motherfucker... I didn't hear what she was saying. She said, heard, get out I heard, I heard of the... I him though. She said, get out of the SUV. That's what she said. He said, move to the back. She said, don't come in here. He said, move to the back before I move you. That's what he said. Okay, so now you're threatening two women. One is terrified of you and her friend. Now, Karuchi, you know, we said when we saw Ayana that you don't seem like you have no real friends. And I don't know if you have family, brothers, cousins, uncles. But all I know is them little fox that you hanging with. And them little, I mean, your little friend, she tried to help you. But she probably is one of them L.A. girls. I don't know if you know about L.A. girl. They a lot of yip, yip, yip. As Diamond Strawberry figured out, they do a lot of talking and posing. And, you know, let me be the cute girl cussing you out. But we don't, back eat, we don't do that. We throw hands. And, and you need to... Get rid of Christina Milian and all these little fat girls. They're not really your friends because they putting up with who knows what to have that life too. Because if that was me and my friends, that motherfucker would not have gotten that SUV. We'd have just been in that motherfucker fighting. And maybe we would have been losing, but that would have been the only way he would have gotten that SUV. And me, you, Chris, and all of us would have just been sitting in that van looking like Ike and Tina that day. Well, Ike tried to pull that boot out kick Tina ass and Tina got fed up and they was just both strolled up in that hotel looking a hot mess and that's just how we would have all been looking because that's the only way you would have gotten that SUV because we would have beat your ass completely out of that truck closed that door and pulled off and that would have been that so you need to get you some real friends girl because they probably eat you they you know think it's a joke and it's not funny and I hope she'd be all right because she looked very, I mean, she looked very uncomfortable. She looked scared, but she looked like, you know what? Thank God these cameras are here. Let me do the best I could do. Let me not make it worse than it is, you know. And, you know, and the people were just tweeting all kind of dumb shit. Oh, well, this is how you get your girl back. You see, you guys are pieces of shit. And the world would be a better place without you. Because we all see where that leads. You All you got to do is read the notes. OJ cut that white woman's head completely off. The coroner said the only thing that kept her head from leaving her body was that little flap of skin in the back that he didn't happen to get. If he would have got that, her head would have came completely off. So the nigga's clearly escalating. I don't know if he's hit her before. I'm, I'm worrying now. And then, I, t- you know... I don't know, maybe I'm coming out of left field from this, but I was like, yo, Karuchi, you don't seem to have no friend. Maybe call Rihanna. And I'm not joking about that at all, but like, yo, y'all had the same nigga, and, and that's the thing, like, so, that's the other thing. We, we, we alluded to this before about the Rihanna incident, and you know what? This is probably just, a, so this is what I said, and this is a, a, a big issue I have with the, with, the, with the Chris Brown defenders, and, 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 and well, two sides of that story. Listen, Unless you're crazy, you don't just snap one day and beat a girl's face into the into the dashboard and bite a girl and punch the girl in the face like like he did to Rihanna. That's not your first reaction. That's not you just blow up. That's a ratchet. You ratchet up to that point. Just right. like we saw Chris 
following that girl around because she wouldn't do what he wanted to do. That's him ratcheting it up. He probably was caught. So I wonder if, and not wonder, I'm almost sure, and it's not my business. She don't never have to address it. I understand she's moved on beyond it, but she kind of alluded to it in that Oprah interview when the part when I said I was kind of still like on her because she showed bad woman syndrome, when she was saying her first reaction was I was worried about him because he needed help. He had all this anger. And I took that her saying that was not the first incident. Maybe he hadn't beat her up like that before, but these niggas don't grow up out the wind. So the same shit he's doing to Karuchi, he probably was doing to Rihanna. It's just she wasn't a big enough star at that time. So it wasn't everything wasn't in the news. All the control. So I was like, look, Karuchi, man, I don't know. Maybe that's what she was trying to do when she went on the radio and was like, oh, I don't have no no problem with Rihanna, like, trying to do, like, a little subtweet shout-out. But, like, yo, maybe if you don't have nobody in your life that can help you, like, I don't know, Rihanna might not take your calls. Rihanna might be like, well, I don't know. But, like, maybe that might be the only one that can advise you how to do what you got to do with this nigga. Maybe she got a story that she could tell you that she will only tell you because she know you're the only other one to know about, you know, what this nigga does and how this nigga is and like oh don't fall for this and don't fall for that like somebody I just feel like terrible for that girl because she seems like a nice girl and and she clearly doesn't have I mean where's your father oh she said her father wasn't in your life but where's your mother where's your brother you don't have any friends that could deal with this dude because listen Chris would have been took care of on, on, on my block been because he's you know so I just I just it's a it's it's just a, a bad situation. And like you said, I, again, I don't want to... Let me bring first and say, I put this on Twitter. I have been an abuser. Whether it hasn't been physically, but I had to learn that there was emotional abuse, there's mental abuse, and there is, um, I guess, abuse by intimidation now that we've... There's all kinds. It's, 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 yeah, it's all kinds, but I'll, I'll be the first to say that. And... Because I guess of ignorance in, in young uh, young mentalities, but like these are things I had to learn. But I guess at this point, I expect him to be conscious of having gone through what he went through with Rihanna and being exposed to like himself and who he is. He wasn't though. That's you keep saying that as if he's gone through this process, but he hasn't. He's never. Because he hasn't owned it. He's not owning it. And that's what's, that's what's causing him to keep going through this cycle. Or seemingly, I, I, I'm praying to God he's not hitting that girl. But he's going through these these other methods that are glaring. It might not have got to. I think he's hitting her. The way he stood there holding his hand like that, I think he's hit her. But um, and and and, that's, and people was tweeting, and I forgot. We forget he got kicked out of rehab. And he had incidents before. Remember, yeah. he got in trouble because he had grabbed the girl's arm. One of the girls that worked there complained that he grabbed her arm. That was the yeah. first incident. Then he got kicked out in the second incident because, like, people had said on Twitter, which I totally forgot about, I threw a brick through his mother's car window. This motherfucker is oh, a violent yeah. person. Yeah, he is. He's not going he through help. the process. He's just checking. Somebody said, Chris, you got to say you're sorry. They're not going to let you get no more checks. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you got to go to this. Nigga. He's checking the boxes. This motherfucker's not going through any process. He's not he's doing not owning. anything. He's not he's owning. Not he's not taking responsibility. He doesn't think anything is wrong with what he's doing. He thinks he's one of two. I said, sorry, what's the problem? And, and as long as he can go on these little chicken circuit tours and still make money and still have these knucklehead girls screaming for him, he thinks he's not doing nothing wrong and it's all good. And he don't realize how far he's fallen. That's when you on the radio comparing yourself to Drake and all, nigga, look. I'm not taking nothing away from you. You talent, but you're not on that level no more, son. You get you playing the back of clubs. You you had national endorsements. You was playing arena tours. Now you playing these little small ass with Tigger. 
So, you know, whatever. And lucky for you, you have you are very talented, so you can survive. Like somebody of a lesser talent may not have been able to keep that going. And, you know, and again, you got your little minions. But, yo, dude, that was horrible. That was a horrible, horrible, horrible. If, if you... Don't understand what a what a person who is abusive and terrorizes their loved ones and girlfriends, whatever you want to say, looks like. That's it. And for all of y'all making those memes and making those jokes, everything's not fucking funny. All right. And that girl is in danger. And if y'all think that y'all are pieces of shit, I said it. I don't care. I I don't like to judge people, but some shit is not funny. And you show you reveal who you are when you do shit like that because this that shit was not funny. There was nothing consensual about that. There was nothing funny about that. What you saw was somebody stalking a girl through the city because she didn't want to talk to him. And who the fuck is she? I want to talk to you right fucking now. And you want to do what I say. Or I'm going to just keep hounding you because you don't have the right to not want to talk to me. And you don't have the right to walk away from me. You only leave when I want you to leave on the terms I want you to leave on. And he's a fucking piece of shit. And so are you. The end. I just, I want him to get some help. I want him to understand that part of growing up, like, you can't, I feel like you can't get to the next level of anything until you take accountability of every part of yourself. So, like, everything that he does, he, he, he feels justified in it, as opposed to just saying, yo, I'm wrong. I was wrong for that. Didn't I shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. No, he'll, like, he'll say He'll it. say that it's, it was a reaction to something, like, yeah, as an adult... Excuse. You need to excuse. be proactive. It's like, not his. It's not his it's, fault. Everything. Is yeah, like else. you need to be proactive in your mindset. Like you need to be like, no, I did this to prevent this and like avoid the situations altogether. That's that's yeah. what you need to be you thinking. Need, you need to be like. I did this because I'm angry because I felt this way. I felt this way because of this is what happened. This is the basis of where this anger towards women or whatever it is comes from because this right. happened and that happened. And it's a normal reaction to feel that way, but I got to sit down and I got to talk about it and I got to face it and I got to realize, oh, this is what triggers that because of this. That's how you work through it. And when you don't do that, when you just blame everything on whatever, you're never going to progress. And and you keep comparing yourself to him, but you're younger than him. You're not you're not as old as he is, and you've already oh, come... Oh, me? Yeah. And me you, and him are the same age. We're five days apart. Oh, all right. Well, anyway, still, point remains. Okay, so y'all the same age. But you, Which is why I'm just like, yo, yeah, if, but you, if you, I can do it, because like... But you are doing it. He is not doing it. That's my... That's you keep saying right. that. Like, he's in the process. He's not... He ain't even hit step one. You already realize come through some steps and realize that he's not even done that. So he's not, he's not, he's not doing anything. He doesn't do anything. He's like a little, little kid that like you catch him doing something, you smack his hand. Okay, mom, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Then he goes away. Wait for he think you're not paying attention again. And then he does the next shit. He's like, he's not doing anything. He's not doing anything but being a fuck boy. He's not doing anything. So he's not. I don't, the the first place is going to be him just, admitting that he has these issues really admitting it like there's a difference from like you said being in front of the cameras for your checks just yeah yeah i'm angry yeah i'll go to therapy but like therapy ain't gonna help you if you go in and you're not really giving your all you're not really being honest with who you are as a person it won't help you nobody can help you man send your prayers up for chris brown because i'm done i threw him overboard we ain't throwing him no life jackets we ain't throwing him no hooks Fucking sink or swim, nigga. And if you sink, oh well.
I really don't think I'm going to comment it on any anymore. I don't want to see it get any worse. My final words are I want him to get help, and I want Karuchi to be safe. Yes, and I want all you assholes on Twitter to know that you're assholes. Everything's not a joke, man, and that shit was not a joke. And and all y'all, oh, I told y'all she was going to get back with him. Nothing about that picture said that that was consensual. You saw somebody who was probably scared to death, not really sure what to do, but okay, well, at least it's these cameras here, and let me not do nothing to make it any worse. And she tried to get the SUV and pull off, and he pushed himself into the SUV. So, you know, and, you know, God, God bless. Fuck y'all. All right. So, on to lighter, more jovial topics. Um, I guess I, I was going to talk about Caitlyn, but... Oh, no, 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 yes. And you know what? I can't... We Our time is sometimes be a little off. Like, we'll do a show, and then the shit will come out the next day, and then we forget the following show. So, yes, we never did properly address Caitlyn. Go ahead. Um, shout out to Caitlyn Jenner. I... Shout out, Ma. I saw that cover, and I was completely floored. Stunting like I was, her mama. I was unprepared, but not that I was expecting anything bad, but I just wasn't expecting it to be that epic. Like, she's beautiful. That bitch is bad as shit. And it's stunning. Bruh, I'm like, Bruce, you've been hiding this all this time? I mean, listen, she's been, right. she been in that Kardashian household like, y'all bitches don't know. Y'all floating around here like y'all the sun and the moon. I'm about to slay all you bitches running up the game right. clock. Between the hours of 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., the baddest bitch of all time was just fucking flowing through the house all this time. <laughs> like, when her and Kim was, when Kim was, God bless Kim too, when she was helping Bruce with her clothes, I was crying. I thought it was so funny when Bruce was she was going through his closet and was like, Look, is this my shit? And I thought like, that was so funny because I was like, Yo, I can see Bruce just waiting for Kim to leave the house. Right. So he can run up in her closet, bitch. I want this. I want this. Oh, he just had I a think it's more hilarious that he went to, um, to Kim's closet and not Chris's. Oh, because I'm telling you, when Kim dressed herself, Kim, Kim be looking fly. Yeah, be having her looking a hot mess, but. I just, I laughed so hard, because she just was like, is this mine? She was like, wait a minute, I thought Kylie had stolen this. <laughs> Bruce got all Kim shit, and he was just like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I, I go in your closet, I take your shit. <laughs> I love how receptive of it she was, though. She, she was, was like, awesome. really? She was awesome. And when she was like, she was like, this is hard. You got to throw this shit out. And then when he was like, okay, so I can tell people that you stopped, she was like, no, 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 no. You cannot tell people I styled you. And so I actually styled her. She was like, did you not go ahead? Nobody thinking I had you with this ugly shit on. <laughs> that whole shit was just great. I, I was oh my God. delighted. <laughs> so funny. And she was just looking at him like, you really have my shit? <laughs> and Bruce, That's pretty dope, though. And Kayla had some horrible shoes. When Kim, Kim was looking, Kim looked up the shoes. She didn't even bother with the shoes. She was like, just no. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to be going through them. We'll worry about the shoes later. Oh my god, that shit was great. That was such a great scene. <laughs> that and Bruce kept coming. He was like, "What about this?" No, that's horrid. <laughs> he threw that shit on the bed like it was some trash. That, uh, that, that scene was amazing because you could tell like how long he had been waiting. Yes, for that and specific moment and how long was, he had been studying Kim. You could just tell right. Bruce probably was just studying Kim, just like y'all hoes on the internet to swear y'all hate her so much. Bruce was probably taking notes on that hoe, because he had, you see what he had, that smoky eye. 
You see on the Vanity Fair, he had that smoky eye. He probably had Kim do that for him. Kim kind of tweeted. I think she, I don't, I don't want to say she styled him, but when it came up, she tweeted, and it seemed like she probably maybe advised him a little bit on, on how to, you know, what to wear and how, and how to stunt, you know. But yeah, she, she, he prob- oh, she probably went to her to yeah. ask her. No, she said she did. She said she did. And then, I think that's awesome. Like that's so awesome. Yeah. So, oh my God, that was great. And and Bruce came out looking because y'all know my my old my old white hoe. Y'all know is or y'all might not know, but Jessica Lange. I've been thinking Jessica Lange, and I'm not really into blondes, but Jessica Lange been my chick since um way back in the day. So she was on the King Kong remake. Jessica Lange is a sexy ass white woman, and if y'all ever saw her in The Postman Always Rings Twice or it was that other I think it was called Stepmom or Mommy. I can't remember some movie where she was sleeping with her son. Yo, Jessica Lange is, is, first of all, she's a she's a outstanding actress. And, I mean, I know people know she's good, but I don't think she gets necessarily the credit that she deserves. Like, I think she's, my opinion, she's up there with Meryl Streep. Not, not you know, Meryl, we know Meryl do all the accents and kill shit. But Jessica Lange, if you look at her career, that that's an acting-ass bitch. And if you ever had a question, watch American Horror Story the first season. Everybody likes um, Coven, which is also good, too. But watch the first season when she plays Constance. The lip, like little shit, like, it ain't, acting ain't always about the dialogue, just the little shit, the pacing, her facial expressions, her movements, like, it, oh my god, it, it, she's, she's, she's a one, she can say more with one, even in the second of episode two of Asylum, just with her side eye, just the expression she does, she says so much with her, just, with little gestures like that, and, and Meryl Streep kind of does the same thing, it's not always about the accent and the dialogue, it's the little shit that, that makes it look realistic, that you, you, it's the things you notice when you see somebody that's just a terrible actress and, and barely can read their lines, and it's the shit that you like, what's missing? It's little shit like that, the little natural nuance that doesn't make it look like you're playing a part. It makes it look like you're, you've bled into the character, and the great actresses do that, and the fucking struggle. The separation of good and great. Right, So and, and she's, she's wonderful, and I thought, I thought Caitlyn looked a lot like her, and then I said it first, and the other people started tweeting it, because it, it did, like, she looked a lot like Jessica Lange, and I don't, I think, I think she might, I think Jessica Lange might be older, or maybe they're the same age, I don't know how old Jessica Lange is, but I think she might be older than Bruce Lee, but I could, uh, Bruce Lee, uh, might have been older than Bruce Jenner, but I'm not sure, I could be mistaken about that, but, ooh, Caitlyn came out stunning, she had them double D's, sitting yep. up, like, all perched, I was like, this chick is beautiful, and it was funny, because did you hear Kim's story? When she sent the cover to Rob, and Rob was like, who the fuck is this bitch, and what you sending her to be for? What the, what the fuck is this? And Kim was like, that's Bruce. And he was like, oh, shit, that's this. And Rob was like, oh, damn, she looks beautiful. So, yeah, and it was like in the middle of the day. It was like no announcement. They just, it was, I think it was like one or two in the afternoon when that cover went through. Bruce is beautiful, man. And all y'all hating on, sorry, Caitlyn was beautiful. And all y'all hating on Caitlyn, y'all just die mad. Because that bitch is rich in Malibu, and she gonna have a boo she, if she ain't got one already. And I know she said, I don't know how it's gonna work with her because I know she said she's not attracted to men. I don't know. That's the part I really get. We I don't really understand on trans, but I know enough to shut the fuck up and don't worry about it. And whoever she show up with is who she show up with. But I bet you the line is long, cause nigga. Look, I might could hop in that line. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Caitlyn, call me. <laughs> I I just want to. I know those dinner parties are gonna be the most amazing, what? elegant, fun what events of all time. What? Like I just want to be there. Bruce's lip gloss. I mean, I'm sorry. Caitlyn's lip gloss was popping 
fucking up. It was popping, and she had the nail polish on. I was like, wow. I mean, you know, wow. Because I didn't know how she was going to look. Because, you know, she's still tall. Like, uh, she's like six. I forgot they gave that. I think six one. I mean, she still got those Olympic shorts. And don't get it fucked up. Think Caitlyn won't uh, fucking run a, a beat your 400 time right now. I think she won't. Because when um, they had that episode where she was in a cele- he was in a celebrity. I'm saying he because at the time it was Bruce. He was in a celebrity um, boxing match. And he was, I forgot who he was fighting. Remember that? You might not have saw it. That's like one of the episodes I caught. And he was still in good shape. And like he said on the Diane Sawyer, I ain't got no gut. He was showing, he was, he was shading all the past Olympians. It's all fat and out of shape now. He was like, yeah, I'm still in shape. So, yo, yeah. He's still very, very active. Yeah, he's in good shape. He don't have the dad bod. He had, you know, he don't have the titties. He still had a little bit of a, um, and again, I'm talking about before he had the surgery. And even with the thing, he still had that, you know, his stomach was flat, so. Good, good, good on Caitlyn, man. Caitlyn was stunting. I wonder where her first uh, public appearance is going to be. Espies, I guess? Yeah, probably. And all y'all hating on it. Listen, it took <laughs> enormous courage to do what Caitlyn did. Y'all, and, right. and, 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 I'm, and for y'all that don't even know who, who Bruce Jenner was, that he was like Mr. Olympian, I'm not, I can't even fuck y'all. Like, y'all just, Google is free. But... You know, all this, why should they get in this? And I'm not knocking those other people. The dude, that's the the, the vet that got his arms and legs, whatever, and the girl that died. God bless them. I'm not mocking none of them. But none of them had the impact or reached the status in the sports world as Bruce Jenner. And I'm saying Bruce Jenner because this you have to understand why he is getting the SB for courage. Because this motherfucker was alpha white male, 6'1" handsome right. Olympian. He was the first, again, the first athlete on the Wheaties box. Y'all think Jordan was doing it. Bruce Jenner was doing it 10 years before Jordan. Bruce Jenner started that whole celebrity endorsement thing. He won. Dude, if you could YouTube those Olympics, watch those Olympics. Bruce Jenner was the man. He trucked those niggas, man. And, you know, so he gave all that up. To deal with the shit he's dealing with now, with you ignorant motherfuckers calling him a science project and all this and all that and, and all these jokes y'all got at 65 years old. And he raised two families, two whole families. And, and I know some of y'all don't like them, but he did a good job. And now finally at 65, he's like, you know what? I can't do this no more. Like, I want my whole life living for other people. I have to do this now or I'm going to just die or whatever. He, I'm sure that's how he felt. So he did. Yeah, like people, like they're negating that he did, he did, he, he achieved all this status being unhappy. Yes. He's known, he knew who he was for a really, really long time. And he finally. And he was still amazing, an amazing athlete. So imagine if he would have been himself, if, if Caitlyn would have emerged years ago. Imagine what would have happened if he was, if he was living him full self. If Caitlyn was here. That plus, he did it publicly. That's a courage. He didn't have to do that. Bruce Jenner was rich. He could have just did what he wanted to do in Malibu, and nobody would have knew. I mean, I guess if they would have, you know, they started following him from the Kardashians or whatever, but he didn't have to go on TV. And for all of y'all talking about, well, why didn't Bruce just freak out on this? And why? Listen, man, you know, y'all, y'all, I'm going to use a technical word. Y'all had on normative people. Y'all really try my patience sometimes because y'all really don't seem to have, and not, when I say y'all, not all, but a lot of y'all, you know, when you're born, what society expects and, and what's the norm in society, you're a male, 
black, white, whatever, we're not getting it, but, and, and you conform to those standards, you don't, to say, why doesn't somebody speak out on this, how is it courageous? Just the act of being is courageous. Just the fact right. of giving up that I was an elite white male, and now I'm going to have this sex reassignment surgery, and I'm going to be this female, and I'm going to suffer all these slings and arrows, and i got to suffer for something that really has no effect on your life, and you feel the need to, to, to comment anyway. That's courage. That's really all you have to do. You don't have to be up there rah-rah for this cause. and Just being. Somebody will see you. Somebody will see you. And this is why I say with the whole LGBT thing where visibility matters. Because somebody who's suffering and maybe think about killing themselves or just maybe stressed out and, oh, my God, I'm the only person in the world. What's wrong with me? Why am I going through this? Will see that and be like, oh, it's not just me. And if they could do it, I could do it. And that takes courage. Yeah. So I wish y'all would just stop being so fucking obtuse all the goddamn time. For him to go on Diane Sawyer on national TV with all those millions of people watching and say, this is what I've been dealing with, and this is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do. And, and you know, I know I'm going to be getting it from all sides, but, I you know, I have to do me. That takes courage, and you probably don't know that because you don't have those kind of challenges in your life because you don't have to deal with society is going to um, cast me out or, or I'm going to lose my family because you fit into what society wants and, and how things are supposed to be. So you don't have those problems, and you don't understand how hard it is for somebody to do that. So just, yeah. like, be easy sometime and just shut the fuck up sometime. It takes some real bravery to to bring a knife into a gunfight and win because you stayed and fought. Like that shit is really hard. That shit is really hard to do. And like Kel, Kel says it all. I should talk more, but she be saying it so eloquently. I'm just, I, I'm I, just here. I don't <laughs> but, be um, eloquent. I, I speak way way more clearer than this. But yeah, you know, I'm here. I just, I just be here, like, uh, decent, cuss, cuss. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that that really is hard because and it, it evidently like Bruce made it clear that it was hard because he ran from it for so many years. He hid it. So he knew he knew everything that he was going to face when he decided to be public with who he was. And now being public doesn't mean that he had to come proclaim it to the world because he didn't. He didn't being public meant that he had to embrace it and freely live as who he wanted to be. And so Yes, and take everything that comes with it. Right, and take everything that comes with it. Because he knew, he had been, they, the, the media had been demonizing Bruce for years. This has been going on for years. asking him the rudest ass question, oh, you coming to girl? Like, you saw that shit they saw. Like, dude, and, 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 and again, Bruce was 6'1". If he wanted to come break your jaw, I bet you he could. But he had class, and he, you know, he like, you know, whatever. Be an asshole if you want to, but I'm still going to do me. You know, and I, I honestly, I've never, I've never really even thought about that till right now. I gotta give it up to Bruce before Caitlyn because Bruce handled all of that with poise and grace. And yes, I did. think only once that I can remember, maybe twice, that he reacted. Was it Jimmy Fallon that he reacted on? Yeah, and even when he reacted, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like you know a spaz. It was just like yeah. check yourself, bro. Don't get yeah. fucked up. Don't get me fucked up. But they have been. They have, and his family, I, I give it up to the Kardashians again, because they have protected him this whole entire time. And that's the point that people miss. Y'all go, I just, I don't understand 
how some of y'all think, man, because they still going in that Chris Jenner. Like Chris Jenner doesn't have a right to feel away. Like, right. I mean, come on, man. Like that's your husband. She's, she's a human fucking being. Yes. And like, and if, like, if, if Caitlin couldn't understand who she was at its full capacity, like you can't expect everyone else to like, you're not giving, I hate people. Not, I don't hate, let me not use that word. I dislike when people don't give people to be, give people room to be people. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all hate her so much. Like, come on, man. She had a husband, and it clear they were together for 20-something-ass years, and then you come home, and now you don't want to be my husband no more? That's like an unconsensual divorce. And, like, yo, come on. Like, fuck y'all, man. I just just can't. I cannot. Like, clearly, they're like, well, she knew all this time. Yes, she knew. And she protected him, just like your parents might know that you're gay. They might know that in their soul, but if you're not ready to tell them or you're not ready to be honest with them, then you keep it from them for whatever those reasons are. So for this to say what well, she knew and so she should be okay, like, they probably all knew. We see now that they knew, and they protected him. Like, they, she could have easily been like, fuck this nigga. He, she could have really did what a lot of people do, went to the tabloids or whatever, sold his story. Like, y'all, y'all just be easy, man. Y'all just got all the answers and all the solutions for all of life's problems. Shut up. And a lot of it, like, from, in my own personal experience, my mom, when we talk about it, she was just like, you know what, I was terrified, because I know how the world is, and she don't, she was like, well, when I was younger, when I was your age, the world was a lot different, so I was terrified that now my, my baby girl, who's still my baby girl, but, like, you know, the world is going to receive you differently, so she was just like, I, I didn't, I couldn't wrap my mind around knowing that you might go out there and somebody might not see you for who you are inside instead they're just gonna look at you and see you as who you are standing there in these clothes and they might get you wrong so like i went i i went through the whole pull your pants up argument with my mother because i went through my phase of i wanted to sag and wear my white tees and do my hood rat things with my friend and and she was just like no like she was she was pissed off with me being gay and being more towards the masculine um centering side of it but she was just like, well, pull your pants up. Like, if, you, if you're if you not going to date boys, at least pull your pants up. Pull your fucking pants up. She was she said to me one time, why can't you be more like Ellen? Why won't you? Because <laughs> like I ain't got Ellen money, number one. Right, right. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I don't, yeah, I'm not Ellen. But, I mean, that's I was just like, Mom, that, I'm not Ellen. Like, that's not my lane. Like, I'm, I've always gravitated towards men's everything. Not because I wanted to be a man. But as a kid, like, I looked up to my grandfather, and I thought everything that he did was cool and supreme. So, like, he loved plaid shirts, and I love plaid shirts. (laughs) Like, I will never not love plaid. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny you got that. What I got, and this is before, and, you know, maybe we should have an issue on this, because a person, you can't force a person to, to come out person is gonna right. come out when they're ready to come out and it's not sometimes it's not so much that they're scared they just don't really know like you know you go through this phase yeah. like you don't really know what you are right because again like you know sexuality is not this black or white thing that a lot of y'all try to make it it's a scare yeah, it's not finite right sometimes you don't know and um so what i used to get because i get like you said i was a tomboy my whole life, like, I, t- I told y'all the sneaker battles, and I always had, you know, and my mom, my mom died when I was young, I know some of y'all would be like, what happened to your mom, she died when I was young, but, so I lived with her t- t- 
prior to that point, not with my dad, and, and I remember, because for Christmas time and birthday, I would always want boy toys, always, and my mom, she, whatever, she ain't, you know, whatever she gonna be, get her what she want, but my dad, well, that's not, why she always playing with me, and my mom be like, look, nigga, my mom, my mom was, was, was a white lady, but listen, I'll go into my mom's one day, she, don't, she wasn't no Becky, don't get it fucked up, right, yeah. my mom was like, look, this is what she want. Give me the money. Get it yourself. Take her and get it, or give me the money. But that's it. We not. That's it. So, um, so when she passed, you know, I didn't have that buffer anymore. So it was a little different. But I always got. Well, if you're gonna be gay, why don't you be like, um, you know, what they call femmes? Don't be. Don't be like these little boys just running around here. And I was like, I'm not. Where? I'm, and I listen. I did it. Like I, I've told y'all before during high school, all that. I was fly. You know, whatever. I was fly. I was. I was fly. I, I knew how to dress. My hair stayed laid. I didn't really do so much makeup because I didn't really need it too much. I mean, you know, and it just. I can't stand. It always feels like face paint. Yeah, I always feel like I look it, like a clown. Yeah, and it just wasn't a thing back then. I know, like all the girls wear a lot of makeup now, but back then it really wasn't. Maybe you had some lip gloss and a little eyeliner, but we didn't really. My gen- we just didn't really. It wasn't a thing unless she was just like real ugly. But um, you know, so I did it. I did the damn thing. I never had. That's why when I be tweeting shit about the about the men's, I be knowing what I'm talking about because you know I, I I did the damn thing and I wasn't. I was not star for attention. And so I will always get that. Well, why don't you drink? And I did it for a little bit because just to keep the peace and just to like, you know what? High school is four years. Let me just do this, keep the peace, and then I get the hell out of here and I can do what the hell I want because I just can't take these arguments every day. And I just, you know, you got you to gotta choose your battles. And that was just one I was not willing to go into, into the breach every day. So I just... I didn't fem up until college because okay. all through school I was playing sports so I yeah, could get I away too. with... I could get away with, I'm an athlete, y'all gotta leave me alone, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be bothered, but when I got to school, it was just like, you ain't doing nothing now, so why you can't put these heels Yeah, on? that's what it was, yeah, because darn, yeah, I mean, I, I would, you know, I'd throw jeans and sneakers on, but I, again, I was cute, I had a little jeans and sneakers, I, I look cute, so you wasn't really going to say why you got jeans and sneakers, I had my Air Maxes, I told y'all my sneaker stories, and I would have my fly jeans, I had, you know, the guests was in, we was in, whatever it was, I looked like Jenny from the block, don't get me wrong. I had my little my little ponytail, my little ear. I was fly, whatever. Be mad, whatever, y'all. I was fly. So I didn't get I didn't get it. You know, it wasn't like I was out there in Tim's. I wasn't looking, but I would get well, why you don't want to wear dresses? Like, you know, you, you want to get me in a dress, nigga. You had to pull out a gun, duct tape me, tie me up, throw me in this fucking dress and shove me out the door and not let me back in. And then I would be out in your motherfucking dress. But other than that... Fuck these dresses. <laughs> I just could not yep, do pretty it. pretty much. And, and then I would be like, well, I don't want to wear no dress. You got to yeah. find me a skirt. Yeah, right? A skirt. I'm like, okay, I'm, I, if, if I must, I can throw <laughs> this fucking skirt on bad enough, but I can pretend like it's a kilt or some shit. <laughs> but that's all I can do. That's, this is, listen, that's my final offer. You don't want to take it. Fuck the whole deal's off. I'm not wearing a motherfucking dress. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We should have, we're going to have to have an F on that. Um, yeah, so shout out to Caitlyn. I'm sorry we missed you. We'd be mad late on some stuff, but the time would be a little off. But um, that brings us to our our fresh out the vagina topic Lord. of today, which is Brit Brit and what's her wife's name? What's her quote fingers wife name? Well, I won't say Glory Johnson. Glory. First of all, that's how you knew she wasn't shit because her name was Glory. That's the first reason. Second reason was a goddamn blue contact lens. That's the second reason you should have known. But this, I just saw that tweet <laughs> this morning when I logged in. I was like, oh, listen, I didn't know. 
listen, nobody worth a damn wears color contact lenses, especially not no minority. Nobody that is a person of color worth a goddamn wears color contact lenses. You see that shit run the not other no way. Not no blue ones. Not no none. You see that not shit none. run none. the other especially way. Especially not blue. That person is a, is a is a horrible vampire, and they will suck your lifeblood, run away. They are a horrible person. Um, so they got married uh, 28 days ago. Is what TMZ yeah. says, and again, I'm going with TMZ. Then they had the little fight, which when the fight occurred, I said at the time because because I knew that girl to be straight because if, you know again we dyke so we follow dyke shit and I follow WNBA a little bit. I don't watch the games or nothing, but I know the players and shit because I I almost was in WNBA myself, but um, it wasn't meant to be. But um um it is story. Yeah, so. Um, it was mainly an age thing. Like, it just came... By the time they really got serious, I was kind of a little bit too old. Um, okay. So, and they got married. And then they had that little fight, which I was calling domestic violence, but I disagree, but whatever. I don't, you know, I don't want to be part of loud and wrong. But to me, one a scuffle, ain't just because it happened at home, that don't make it domestic violence. The way I understand domestic violence is that it's a cycle and it's a whole bunch of things that have to go on. And they could have been fighting over the last chicken wing for all we know. That don't make it domestic violence. But anyway, but when they had that little fight, because I knew that girl was straight, and I was like, I bet you Brittany found out that she'd been texting some dude or, or, or something. Something occurred and let her know that she was with some dude. And that's probably what that first fight was for. That's what I think. And then, so then yesterday, we find out, after they just announced, was it the day before, two days before, that the girl was pregnant? What was that? Yeah. it was, well, I think it was like two days before. Yeah. Now... Brittany done ran to the courthouse and filed for an annulment of the marriage, claiming, uh, what she claimed, that she was forced? Was it forced or was, was it, I forgot what the, um, I don't, I don't know what the legal term was. Yeah, but I there's a few, but I can't remember which one she picked. I think she picked duress. I think, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. She filed for annulment of duress, which means, um, and only took one class in this, and but I believe that the rest is the defense of you were. I don't want to get it wrong, but in layman's terms, it's it's not false pretenses. False pretenses is different. That's when there was some kind of fraud that was material that you find out after, and had you know, known that fact before, you would not have been uh, engaged in nuptials. The rest is a little different. It's kind of hard to explain because honestly, it's kind of a bullshit defense, but it's there. But it's kind of like you say that the person kind of like pressured you into marrying them, you know. And if you don't add a threat of gunpoint at the end of that sentence, I don't really understand. But still, it is it is a defense to. It is well, people of, can be master manipulators, so I no, mean, but that's different. That's why I said that's this. That's different. That oh, typically that's, falls under that would false, fall under that. That typically falls under false pretenses. If you if you're if you mislead a person in some way, no matter what way it is, you know you, you whatever it is, if you manipulate and you make untrue representations to a person or you or you or you or you know lie about your background whatever it is you deceive a person in some kind of way that's typically false pretenses and there's another um claim that they have in california that i can't recall it right now that's separate from duress that's what i'm saying i don't I, this is so duress means you force someone without absence of under some, under some kind of pressure that they could not overcome you force them to marry you. not violence it could be anything maybe you blackmailing them you know hey uh, you fuck little boys. I got pictures. If you don't, if you don't, if 
you don't engage in this marriage, I'm going to uh, reveal these pictures. It's, it's, you have, it's, a, it's a forceful thing. The person, you are forcing that person to marry you against your will. Again, it's a very BS defense, but I mean, I guess it could happen. It, I'm sure it exists, and maybe in some prior time it, it, was, a, it was a big deal. Maybe when you were really dealing with land and, and wealth, like what marriage traditionally is, maybe it's, you know, it was a bigger deal. So yeah. that, that's, that's, that, that's, that's why a lot of us, when we saw it, were like, huh? Because if anything... I would think it would be maybe false pretenses, but she's claiming the rest. Hey, facts to, facts to come. But I was shocked. Like, I don't know what that story is going to be like. And then, you know, we got this knuckleheads. Oh, Brittany's claiming the baby's not hers. Is that a joke? Is that supposed to be funny? What is that? Is that your wit? What 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 is that? That's the, that's the dumbest shit ever. That's the most unfunniest joke ever. No shit. No shit. Now, again, I love a good joke. So if you could have spun it in a way which some people did that would have made it funny, I would have laughed. I laughed. I would have retweeted. But that's not. That's the most. That's that's so basic. That's that's not funny. That's what. What is that? Oh, Brittany's not the baby daddy. Ha ha ha. An asshole move. I mean. Bless my time. If you're going to bless my timeline with a joke, make it be funny. Ugh. Anyway, so what I, I try think, not to be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. I mean, you could be an asshole, but be funny. Have some wit. Have it be a good joke. Have it be, you know, that was just like, womp, womp. You drop this shit turd on the, on the TL. That was not funny. Um, anyway, so what I think occurred, because, you know, everybody was like, for a day, oh, they, I mean, clearly... Clearly, they got some kind of either they got an artificial insemination or they got a donor. Clearly, duh. You right. know, so come on, man. So and like the joke is not funny because all these things are a process, like a really intense process. So like you have to go through. And it's not funny because it ain't funny, and nobody thought there was yeah. a baby. They're two girls. Duh, duh, nigga, duh. Like, ugh. duh. Anyway, um. So we don't know. Like, people were saying, well, maybe they've been going through this part. I, you know, as you know, with my little Rihanna fantasies, I be noticing a lot of shit, but I don't be saying. Because, you know, again, every every thought that runs to your head is not legit, and, and some of it is wrong. So I keep a lot of shit to myself. I don't be tweeting it. But I thought from day one that when they got, when, when they just popped up and was like, oh, she, she's um, pregnant, with no further explanation, knowing they had only been married for 28 days and then they had that fight prior, knowing that information, I said to myself, she been fucking somebody and that's how she got pregnant. They ain't did no artificial insemination. I didn't have no facts or nothing like that and I still don't, but I was just like, I just will find it extremely odd if they've been going, spending time trying to get artificially inseminated all this time. I highly doubt it. Either either they got a turkey baster with one of their friends and tried to shoot it up there or... Or she been fucking with some dude and got and and they just figured out that she got pregnant from it, which means she probably been fucking with some dude for a while. Cause like we said earlier, yeah, we know you could get you know we know you could shoot the club up and get pregnant on the first try, but what's the chances that you just fucked her the first time went wrong and got pregnant? Y'all probably been fucking for a minute. So that's my completely talking shit, no facts to back it up. But I think when the whole story rolls out, that's what it's gonna be. I am curious to find out what Brittany. I mean, she said. Oh, I tried to call the Reddit off a couple times and she pressured me. But I'm like, well, what she pressured you with? 
I'm trying to figure out what it could be that she would pressure you with. I fucked the dude and got pregnant by him. How's that pressuring you? I don't know. So that's part of the story. I'm curious to see. And I think Brittany think it's going to be one way, but it's the other because I think it's going to be a Sherry Shepard situation. Oh, but, but, see, I don't know because the way it, that's where the law gets funny. Because when you get married in a lot of states, not all states, but when you get married in a lot of states and, 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 and um, a baby comes from that union, the assumption or the presumption is that that is your baby. And you have to, even if it's not right. your baby, you have to go through a lot to, you have to um, go through a lot to disown that baby. Um, so, but again, depending on the state, it could be a situation where if you show that, hey, you know, we have been going, undergoing IV or whatever the situation was. And I thought that that's how she got pregnant. Comes to find out she's been fucking this dude all the time. And that's really his baby. And had I known that, I would not have got married and blah, blah, blah. But that's not what she claimed. She claimed the rest. That's why I find that funny. You could have claimed false pretenses and had a better case. I don't know. But so I'll, I'll, I'll be curious to see if she gets stuck, gets stuck with the baby. And the only way I see she couldn't is if she could show, hey, you know, this is this man's baby. Um... This is what happened. She been, I had no idea. I did not agree to this. But even then, once you get married, it still might be yours, Jack. We'll see what happens. But you see what Sherry, Sherry Shepard tried to pull that shit. But Sherry Shepard's um, uh, situation was a little different because there was paperwork and contracts involved. And that lady did agree to the agreement that I'm going to carry this baby and you're going to take it. So there was actual contracts involved. You can't just say, oops, psych, on the contract. And in Brit- Britney's case, and, um, it may be a little different. So if she can, if she can get off... That probably will be why, because, but I don't know about this duress thing, but if she can show, hey, you know, I was fraudulently induced into this marriage. Did she say she didn't want the baby? No, but if you call in an annulment, and I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's, yeah, perhaps, perhaps she still do want the, that's a good point. I don't know. You might be right about that. So let me shut the fuck up. Maybe I, maybe I just reach way out far with that, so. We'll see. I don't. I don't know. I was just. I think it's just interesting how their uh, respective legal teams are painting the picture. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know anything about Glory Johnson. Well, Glory says she ain't no shit about it because um, Brittany filed her thing talking about yeah we have been talking about this for a while. Glory popped up on TMZ like I don't know what the fuck she talking about. We ain't been talking about shit. As far as I'm concerned, we married and I had this baby and we and you ain't going nowhere and and whatever. That's what Glory said, and I I sacrificed a lot to be with you, and blah blah blah. You know, we could have a whole episode about marrying these straight girls, but you know. I just I have I don't know how I feel about that statement of I sacrificed this to to be with you. Tell them how you feel, son. Tell them how you feel. Let's how do you feel about that statement. So I got off the plane this morning and looked on Twitter, and I see this argument about. Not argument, but all these different conversations about bisexuals and trying to figure out this girl's sexuality. And I don't know. I don't know anything about her. I knew nothing about her. And the WNBA, I go under the pretenses that everybody is gay until proven straight. So Probably right. You're probably right 95% of the time on that. So I thought, you know, when they get, I thought she was just a regular lesbian. I didn't know. And so... I mean, now here's the thing. So now come to find out that prior to Britney, she was with men forever. Cool. Um, as far as how she classified, is she out as bi? Like, does she give herself a label? Not that the label really matters, but... Can y'all hear what? me sighing? 
<sighs> Y'all hear that? That's me sighing. <sighs> because it's, I just there's everybody so... all they all straight to the end, right? Yeah. So <laughs> and you know. I know a lot of our listeners are really smart and, and y'all know the difference between sex and sexuality and y'all understand, but a lot of y'all ain't and and, and I I hesitate to go into this these conversations because, you know, a lot of the ain't at reading level Twitter just miss the nuances and, and don't understand anything that's not literally what that person said. But my person and we had this discussion on bisexual before. I don't believe in bisexual. Because what I believe is, this is what I always say. Here's the test: You're on a desert island, and you got to pick. And you can have one person to be with. You gonna who you gonna pick? And and, and niggas will jump in. Well, you know, you got to repopulate. Listen, y'all on the desert island. Everybody dead. Everybody dying. Nobody coming for y'all. Y'all just wait and die. Who you want to be there with? All right. So none of that got to repopulate. And, and you're bisexual. Who you want to be there with? The person. And, and, person you pick is a male, then that's your preference. If the person you pick is a female, then that's your preference. And I'm not saying, you know, when I say I don't believe in bisexual, I'm not saying that it's not a thing. I'm just saying in my opinion, or in my experience, in my opinion, you all, there's always one that you're going to prefer over the other. And, and that's the first reason I don't believe in bisexual. And the second reason I don't believe in bisexual because a lot of people use bisexual because they don't want to jump all the way in the gay pool for several reasons. Because, you know, it's harder and it's easier to be a straight girl. So, oh, yeah, I like girls, but, you know, I still want to be with a dude because I don't want to have to answer no questions. And I don't want to be classified as gay because, you know, and I still want to be able to do, live like, you know, if I want to be able to slide back into the, in the straight world and be safe, I want to be yeah. able to do that. So they label it bisexual. But you really a fucking dyke. But you just ain't willing to dump it to the deep end. You just want to dip your toes in the three feet and, you know, be be with women when it's, when it's convenient or when you feel like it. But you still want to be able to slide back over to straight world and fit in and 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 you know y'all can you know block me back or whatever but i i feel that so that's why i sigh when you say are they straight listen i know a lot of straight women they don't be fucking with girls okay yeah they don't i just i do believe that there are bisexuals i do genuinely believe believe that there are some people that have no preference for man or woman, they just want both. Me personally, I prefer women, but I still find men attractive. I go by gay because I think I've said this before, but I go by lesbian because I love women. Yeah. I know that. That's what that I said. I really don't like the title lesbian or st- I don't like any of these labels, but you gotta use them and make conversation easier. I like yeah. women. That's what I like to say. I like women. And again, yeah, like I just told you, I've been with you, and I don't have. Like a lot of my friends are doing out, and it's not like I think they gross. It's, I mean, I just don't. Again, like I get along well. We could go out, we could have a good time, we could laugh, we could joke. But when you pull out the, the dick and want to, no, I can, <laughs> I'm tapping out. Mm, I yeah, I, I'm not really here. I, I'm not here for peace. Sheree likes you. Go over there and fuck Sheree. Like I'll be the listen. If any of y'all out there need a beer, <laughs> call Kels. I charge by the hour. I'm real good. I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> like, nigga, fuck bitch right here in the, in the living room. I don't care. Can y'all, can I get the remote? Okay. <laughs> I, do not give a fuck. I really, you, like you said, I really, 
The women that know that they prefer men but want to dabble over women and then you get into these situations and you start telling lesbians or women that prefer women that you like you love them and you like you create these messes these messes for young and vulnerable people. I've been that person. It's just like, yo, don't fucking do that. That's it's it's irresponsible and it's just You're careless. lying. You're lying. Just be honest. Yeah. Just like, if you just want to play, say yeah. you're playing. A lot of us like to practice on y'all. I, this going to sound real fucked up. But when we <laughs> young, when we baby dykes and we just figuring out, like, you know, because, you know, mostly a lot, even you, everybody's first sexual experience is the same, whether you're straight or you're gay. You don't know nothing about the dick. You don't know nothing about the, the, the vagina. You don't know. You know, you, watch, you yeah. might have watched porn, but that's it. You don't know. You figured it out. So y'all perfect for that. You don't, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to jump into this whole gay life where, hey, I might like to get my titties played, well, whatever, whatever it is you want to, you want to really, like, have real sex where you actually have orgasm, that's a whole nother conversation. You want to play, when right. you want to play in the A-League, just let a nigga know. We good. Okay. You working your shit out, I'm working my shit out, I practice, I get my technique down, and by the time I'm, like, 30, when I'm really ready to, to, to take these bras down, hey, I'm fucking... You know, I'm, I'm a pro now. You know, my left jab is tight. My right hook is tight. You know, I'm ready to go. I'm in top. I'm in Olympic shape because of all the practice I got. Thank you very much. Just be honest. That's all. Stop playing games. And, stop, and y'all baby dykes, stop falling for that shit. She's straight. She's straight. She like. I feel for it. She Countless times. She's not going to be with you. Just use it for what it is. It's fun, but don't. Let them snatch your soul because they playing games and they want that husband and that baby and that regular ass square ass life and that's what they're going to have. Stop falling for that shit also. Find you somebody who also likes women and, and that's what they want and that's how they're going to retire. Find you one of them. Yeah. Stay stay away from the straight women that you, you if you even get an inkling that you might just be an experiment. Either own that as just you being a, a test to and play and learn and get your skills up or do whatever, have fun, but don't catch no feelings no, the no. whole time. Tell yourself, this is just for this moment. This is it. I'm not investing any time past this. When it's over, it's over. It's over, it's over. Thank you. Thanks for knowing y'all won't say nothing. Thanks for the lessons. Um, yeah. You got an A for the semester. Good luck. Me, myself, and I, we are scary, so, I mean, y'all got it. I was always, that that's what, that's what caused me problems, is I was always serial monogamous, like, oh, we gonna do this, we about to get married. Yeah, I had, I, I mean, lucky for me, I don't know what to say about it, but I, I, I was woke to that early. I had one straight girl, but she was fly, too, but... I just never, I don't know, I I don't know what the words are, but, like, I just always consciously in my mind was, like, she's not like me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, this ain't really, like, yeah, this is cool, this is fun, but she ain't really in this 100%. I just always right. She like, don't love me the same way. Right. And I was always aware of that, so I always keep, you know, a little piece. You know, I ain't let myself go all the way, because I'm like, I, you know, I, I ain't trying to. No, nah, I'm just not gonna play myself like that. So, I, and I've always been able to do that, always. But some people are not. And you know, they talk, they pillow talk, and they get in your ear, and they make you feel however you know. They build your ego, like you know, you, women. Women know how to how to how to how to play, right? They right. Do. 
And so, and a lot of people, that siren song gets in your ear and you go with it. And I've always, thank God, I don't know if it was like my guardian angel or just whatever, just because I'm kind of partly ain't shit and it's always, it always protects me. But I've never got sucked all the way in. I mean, you know, and, and a lot of times they get sucked in a lot more than I do, you know. So that's always helped me. But I had the one straight girl and actually she's still a friend of mine and I probably could still right now, but. I don't really like going behind dicks. Sorry, I don't. Like, I need you. You can't be a dick adjacent. I need you to be dick divorced for at least a year <laughs> before. If you two dick adjacent, I need to see the dick facts. And I need to see the last year or so of your dick credit history before I can really, you know, do what I got to do. Sorry. I don't. I don't know if I have any real criteria. I just gotta spend some time with you and just see where you're really at on this whole thing and and where you're trying to apply me in your life. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. It's, I don't. I don't really care. Like if you just had a, a boyfriend or a, a husband, or I, I don't really care about all that because I understand. Like yeah. it is what it is. You ain't gotta make. You ain't gonna make them like just air it out a little bit or just like. I mean, yeah. Like I don't. I don't. I don't want you going back and forth. Like I'm not about to be doing all that. But if you're if you're leaving that alone and you're deciding to be with me, then that's fine. Like I'm not gonna say six months and I can touch you. Whatever. Go get tested. Make sure you're good. That's it. That's I, I ain't I ain't too pressed about that. Yeah. At least I try not to be. Yeah, I need a different. I need to. You know. Yeah, you definitely can't be running back and forth. But that's how you know. I just need to make sure you're sure about this. Right. <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying? you off dick for good, or you just off dick for two weeks. You want dick suspension? You want dick detention? You want dick timeout? I just need, you know, I just need. To I just know. I just want to know: Are you here for me? Like, what are you here for? Why? Are you, why did you come? Oh, all right, that's fair. Like, I don't care if you still want want penis, whatever. Maybe I'll grow up one day and we can figure out an open relationship. But what I what I. What I can't deal with is niggas walking around thinking they got one up on me. So I want to know, at the end of everything, when there's nobody else to answer to, are you coming home to be with me or right? are you and, and, going elsewhere? Right, and that's what them straight girls and bisexual girls struggle with a lot. And that's why I can't fuck with y'all. God bless y'all, because bisexuals, y'all make some of the best girlfriends. I ain't gonna lie, because y'all don't be all in that lesbian shit, lame-ass lesbian shit, which... Y'all, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all don't, but anyway, I just like a fun girl. I don't want you to be fucking yeah. reading me think pieces all the time and and doing spoken words and just making everything super deep. I, you know why? Because sometimes I'm not wholesome, and sometimes I want to laugh at something that's probably ignorant. Hey, sometimes right? you're gonna have to tell me to get it together, right? And I shouldn't do that, but it's not gonna change it from being any funny right. and I want you to giggle too and say you're just so crazy right like, I don't want you using all these PC terms and well you know that's subjugating women shut the fuck up bitch. shut up shut yeah, up like, like understand that most of the time I'm pretty damn self aware and I know exactly when I'm wrong and I'm gonna tell you but like life is not that damn serious right it ain't that serious lighten up sis the shit, the shit is funny it's funny Shut up. Nobody want to hear your college thesis every five goddamn minutes. Be quiet. You're taking yourself way too seriously. Way too seriously. So, anyway, we went on We went on to that way too long. So, yeah, we're going to follow this story, y'all. Live at five on Thanks for Asking Podcast. Y'all want the latest on Britney and Glory? Yeah, I can't speak too much. I need more. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we got to see these facts as they occur. We, this will be an ongoing topic. Okay, yeah. so now we're going to move on. Shit. Did you did you watch the clip, man? 
Yes. Okay. Yes. I had lots of questions because okay. if y'all don't know, this was my first. Tell people um, watch Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah, she don't this watch This was Game my Thrones. first um, portion that I've watched. So I watched the end, and um, I was just sitting here like, okay. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell is happening, <laughs> but there's this big giant dude with, and this mink shawl. <laughs> and he's on all these motherfuckers. Man. What the hell? Make sure. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> oh god! All right. So this segment is called "Shit We Watch." <laughs> Talk about shit we watch. And so everybody who watches Game of Thrones, we all watched last week's episode. And listen, bro. Let me. I told y'all before how much I love Game of Thrones when I talked about the um the the, the fighting scene with the Sons of the Harpy, Bruh. I gotta see that episode. Oh, okay. That fight scene. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I watch. So I don't know. Like, have you ever been in? I don't know. Like, maybe you ever have something happen to you, and it kind of takes you back to like a prior situation. So for me, like. Like, I've been in war zones where niggas are shooting, and we shooting, and we trying to get out, and we trying to kill them, and they trying to get us, and we got to get out, and we backing through the town, and oh shit, you know, because we rolled up on some shit that wasn't supposed to be there, and it was there, and so, you know, shit pops off, and we got to get the fuck out, right? So I know what that, adri- I know what that rush is, that adri- adrenaline rush, and like, oh shit, like you go, I can't explain it, but you turn like cold, and you just go into like autopilot, and you don't... You know, people like, don't you be scared? You'd be like, you don't really be scared till after because there ain't no time to be scared, right? So yeah, I'm I'm sure I have an experience, but nothing that compares to war I mean, or anything I mean, like but that. But you know what I'm saying? Like you'll have you something will occur and yeah. it'll just snap you into the last time, and you just like, right. oh, you like you, you go with it, like you feel like it. Yeah, nigga, I watched that fight scene. I was in this apartment on the edge of my couch, fist balled up, jaw dropped eyes wide like I was there. I was there. When 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 they got up out there when John said when John Snow said night's watch with me and they got up out the boats and ran back nigga I was running with him. I was like oh shit pull my sword out with him like oh here we go dude it was so fucking awesome the way they you see what I'm saying about the way they shoot yeah. shit though right like nothing extra not doing the most like this is how that shit would be. I'm gripping my sword right Everything is like well calculated and yes. like no no extra no and it was extra, like well shot you, you swung this with a purpose. Yes. Like, well choreographed. So um I I'ma go through it and then I'll answer your questions. So we know we so what happened was John goes north with Tormund, who's a who's a who's a um, wildling because John John Snow, the guy that you said on the mink stole. <laughs> okay, most of my questions are just who are these people? Okay. Because I just was sitting there like, all right, well, this big one with the shawl is fucking up everybody. Shawl, man. <laughs> all right, so just know how on the big shawl. <laughs> he got on the big so so on the you go to the wall. It's called taking up the black. They, they, that's why they call them crows because they all wear black and it's cold. So that's why he got the big shawl on. Anyway, right. so that's John Snow. He's the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. So, um, the whole thing about Game of Thrones is the big saying is winter is coming. Because in this world that um, George R. Maros, what's his name? Whatever. Created. 
The way it works is, so right now, they're in summer. So the way it works in this world, summer comes, and they never know how long it's going to be. Summer could be 10 years, it could be 25 years, they never know, but they always know that winter is coming. Uh-huh. And so, in, in, in this current setting, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm, I'm a few years removed from the last book, so I can't remember all the exact facts from the book, but I believe this has been the longest summer ever. I think they've been in summer now for, I think it's like almost 50 years. I could be wrong. I know they've been in some, they've been in summer long enough to where everybody that's alive now, except for the very older people, don't remember the last winter, right? But they know, they hear like little wives' tales and little things about the last winter because when winter comes, the White Walkers come, right? So that's what I always say, winter is coming. So John knows winter is coming. Who are the White Walkers again? The White Walkers. So the dude that was on the on the at the end that went to the bridge and raised his hand and all the dead walk, rose up. Uh huh. And the, when he was on the top of the cliff, you saw the four the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse on the horses. Those yeah. are the White Walkers. Okay. You don't really know a lot of, a lot about them. They some kind of mystical creature and they come with the army of the dead, right? Okay. So they know that the well, John and them know because they the, the, so the wall the north wall is the northernmost point of the kingdom. They guard that wall. That's why they say guardians over the realms of men because once you hit that wall, everything below is Westeros and Dorne and civilization. So that's the end of the world. It's like the Roman wall where beyond that there be dragons, right? So okay. anything north of the wall is savage. And, but there's people that live north of the wall called the Wildlings, and that's who Tormund, the guy that was with the red hair. With the red hair, that's who he was as a wild one. So John has sense enough to know, hey, winter is coming. And John, see, if you see from um, from episode one, John is his last name is Snow. So when you're a bastard, you take the um, g- generic name of your where you're from, and they're from the north. And so in the north, it snows a lot, so the generic name is Snow. He's the bastard son of of the star of um, Eddard Stark. So he starts. So he's been in the north. And he's been north of the wall before, and he's had some experiences with the wildlings and with the White Walkers. Um, and his boy Samuel Tarley also killed a White Walker with the dragon glass. So he knows of these White Walkers, but a lot of people in Westeros, Cersei and, and all of them doing all this bullshit, they just running around, la, 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 they don't have no idea that death is coming. <laughs> I mean, they know of the White Walker, but they... Nigga, they not woke. They not woke at all. They so fucking sleep. They worried, this little shit they worried about ain't about to matter for shit when these motherfuckers get here, right? But people in the North, they know because sometimes their people will go away to fight and they never come back or they come back as the dead. Army of the dead. So, whew. So, John and them are going North because they want to talk to the Wildlings because, and the Wildlings, historical for all time, have been Wildlings. They've always been in battle. They come and attack. They attack back. That's what the crows are there for, to protect the realm against anything north of the wall that wants to come. So this is highly controversial that John wants to, to, to gang up with the wildlings because everybody, the fuck you talking about? They are enemy. They didn't kill our family. Oh, fuck that. Nah, fuck them niggas. Fuck them. But John is like, bruh, y'all don't understand. If the motherfucking white walkers come and turn them to the army of the dead, we all gonna die. So we need to get these motherfuckers on our side through the wall, fighting with us, and not with them, and maybe then we might have a chance, but we still probably gonna get our ass beat, but at least we will have a chance, so that's where it picks up, he's taking Tormontis to go to try to talk to the, to wildlings, like, to let them know, and, and, you know, so they talk to the wildlings, some of them is like, eh, fuck that, but, but again, they live north of the wall, so they have experience with white walkers, and they know, so you ain't gotta do too much convincing, cause they like, okay, you know, we yeah, y'all, yeah, we, we kind of know. 
So as they're doing this, and they're about to, so John convinces the ones that are going to go, that's when you see them getting in the boat. So they're putting the people in the boats because they're about okay. to go back to west, back to the wall, let them into the wall, and be on that side of the wall. Mm-hmm. And that's when the fucking White Walkers come, and you see that, and nigga, woo, buddy, man, when that snow was falling, I was like, oh, shit, and at first... I didn't know if it was the White Walkers, if it was actually an avalanche. Because shit like that happened up there. Like, they had another avalanche before. And I was like, what is this? It's an avalanche. But then you saw them on the... And, oh, my God. So when he run in there, and you saw when the White Walker was coming, and he, he John was trying to fight the, the um, Walker, and the Walker just... That's the dude that had the, like, what was seemingly the... the he was indestructible for a little bit? Yeah. They okay. don't, these are, we don't know too much about the White Walkers that much. All we know is that you can kill them with dragon glass. They have the army of the dead, but what they are, what they want, who they come, we don't know anything about them yet. We just, they're like these, you know, legends. So John's uh-huh. fighting the White Walker, and the White Walker playing John for soft. And that, listen, that's not the first time they've underestimated John Snow, because the White Walker really could have killed John. You saw that, right? But he was toying with him, you know, or whatever this little human dude. And John picked up, so the sword that John had, so. I'm all over the place, but this wait, no, John. So John is the human guy. John is the human guy that had on the show. The no, show. I'm talking about the big one, the oh. big giant machete, paper machete looking thing, and he had a shawl on. The one, and later he had the pole that was on fire. He was swinging it. The oh, beast. giant. Oh, he just a giant. That's a giant. So well, giant. the beast had on a mink shawl too. Yeah. <laughs> They all wear mink shawls. They all wear... It's cold. It's cold up there. Well, I was confused. Well, when it came on and then, like, his first thing was, he was talking to, I guess, John, I think John, and he was yeah. like, what the fuck you looking at? And then I looked and I was like... Yeah, hey. he's a giant. So, uh, so again... And I was like, well, what's that shawl doing? Because it ain't... <laughs> all kind of things live north of the wall. Giants, white walkers, wildlings, anything that is not civilized lives north of the wall. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Now, now I got it. Because I thought the whole time the giant's name was John. And I was no, it's the giant, just the giant. Right. John Snow was the dude that was south of the Lord Commander with the sword, right? Okay. So this all comes back to Denarius because I told you before the Targaryens are the original line and they have dragons and all that. And that sword that John had was given yeah. to him by his father, and it's one of I want to say seven, but again, if y'all read the books, y'all can correct me. Um, original swords that were forged from valerian steel and valerian steel is like the best steel it's this magical steel it has all these properties it's the best steel in the world and each of the houses supposedly has one of these valerian swords joffrey was buried with with the lannister one the lannister had one also he was buried with that we're going to see if there's some implications to that soon because they made it a lot of people if you don't read the books it's a lot of things you won't pick up on on game stories if you don't read the books because you don't you don't know the back stories but when joffrey died and was buried they did a long focus on his sword and there's a reason for that because that's a valerian sword it's only like seven and valeria has fallen and they don't you know the people who knew how to make the swords and that technology is all gone so it's not like you can just make some new Valerian swords. Like if they whatever ones are there, that's it. That's all we got. John has a Valerian sword. Um, there's another one. We've heard tell of another one. Um, I think in Dorne somewhere. There, there, there's like seven of them somewhere, right? So that's the sword he had. That Valerian sword. So as far as they know, you can only kill a White Walker with dragon glass. They don't know why, but they know you can. Cause Sam figured it out. Sam stabbed one of the White Walkers with dragon glass and he came back and he said hey i killed a walker with dragon glass 
And people kind of believe him because, again, you get these older stories, and one of the stories is that you can kill a white walker with dragon glass, even though nobody knows. So they they not, like, all get the fuck out. I mean, they are, like, get the fuck out of here, but that's because they don't think Sam would do it because Sam's supposed to be a coward, not because they question the dragon glass. So yeah. the one, so that's what we find out during this battle when, when when John is fighting this White Walker and the White Walker is just taking John like he light work like yeah let me play with this little nigga a little bit and then I'm gonna kill him but when he try to he knocks John down and tries to strike John and John puts up that Valerian sword and it's like wing okay, yeah. and you see the look on the Walker's face like yeah oh, notices that was an important moment yeah. that they were both like right he was looking like oh shit break. this nigga got Valerian still right because they're not supposed to know about this like we get the impression that the white walkers know a little bit more and he look and he look at john like oh shit and then john fucking sliced that nigga like yeah ah. so we know okay one it's something some way to get rid of these walkers has to do with Valerian steel and again you got to always remember that Valeria has fallen. They ruled for a thousand years, and it fell. So it was a lot. It's kind of like when Egypt fell or when Rome. You know, we lost so much that yeah. so it's like all these things that they knew of that they just don't have access to anymore. So you know, and the only hope, the only one left is Daenerys Targaryen, and she's over in Marine, and she don't even know what she is yet either, right? But we keep getting little kernels that she's the key to it because she's. Her line, Targaryen line, they come through Valeria. Her her mother language, her mother tongue is Valerian. She's, you know, that's her people. And she's the mother of dragons, which we also know dragons can kill White Walkers. And we think, we assume it, because, you know, those are the stories. She's the mother of dragons. And she's the rightful heir to the Iron Throne. That's why when y'all motherfuckers be shouting about the, um, Stannis Baratheon and the one true king, one true king of who? That nigga is the motherfucking um, half-brother of the fucking bastard king who usurped the throne. He ain't got... Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody fucking bowing to Stannis. Stannis ain't shit. Anyway, that's a sidetrack. But anyway, so... Oh, my God. So, bruh. I, I said all that to say, man. When that fight was going on, I was on the edge of my seat. And the guy who plays Jon Snow, his name is Kit something. He is such a good actor because I felt in my soul when John, when he, when they finally made it back and they got in those boats and they was pulling out and the white walker number one walked onto the end of the dock and raised his hand and raised up all those millions of dead nigga, the despair and the just, we are going to lose. Like <laughs> We are just, yeah. that came over his face like I felt that shit. I was stressed out like like this was some real shit. I was like, yo, like that instant, I don't know if you've ever been doing something or been in something and, and the instant you realize this is, I'm, this is not going to work out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to Yeah, when I got arrested, I okay. thought I just knew I was going to jail okay. for something. Okay, like, okay, like I have reached the end of the road. I, I have done all I can do and I'm just going to lose. Like, we cannot, we're going to lose, he just, he, he relayed that emotion so, oh, was so awesome, when every, they all had the tears in their eyes from, like, all this shit they just witnessed, and they just looking at this army of millions of dead rising up, and just looking like it's, it don't matter what we do, it's nothing we can do, these motherfuckers are going to overtake us, we're all going to die, we're all going to be in an army of the dead, and life as we know it, it's fucking over. And he just, oh, it was so excellent. I felt that shit in my chest for like two days after. I was like, what we going to do, niggas? What we going to do? Like, yo. I, I have to, yeah, I'll be watching the, like, the whole yo. thing. I got to start from 
number one. So but I was watching it, and I was just like, I see exactly what she means about this being so meticulous and so detailed and, like, so purposeful. Like, yeah. everything had a purpose. Everything. everything. No extra shit. No pick him up, throw him down, hit him with the chair. Oh, here he comes again. All that fucking Batman bullshit. I hate that shit. Even That's from, like, the looks in their eyes, like you were just yes. saying with like, um, John looking back, who I now know is John yeah. looking back. Um, but like the white, uh, white Walker, yeah. that's like when he first emerged through the house, you know, when yeah. they walked into that, to that burning house and yeah, first and I was right. confused. And then after, so is he made out of ice or glass? We not, we don't know. We know they come with the winter. They, they're, they're, they're cold. They can put fires out because you saw when he walked through, like, I, we don't know. Like, again, it's a lot. They allude to the white walkers. And we, what you see is kind of what we know of them, basically. Nobody okay. really knows because the last time they came through, nobody was alive. And, you know, right. nobody really knows. It's just rumor. And, you know, Sam, Sam is looking in the books and the text and he's figuring stuff out. But he's, you know, he's Which not, one is Sam? Samuel Tarly. So you might, I don't think he was that much in that episode because he was back at the wall. He's a big fat dude. Um, I'm, I don't think he was in that episode. He may have been, I do not recall, but you may not have seen him. But he's back at the wall, and he's studying the books, and he's fig- he's trying to figure out how to, what to do about the White Walkers, because nobody knows. And the, ma- the maester, um, Aegon, just died, and he had a lot of knowledge, but he just died, and he didn't get a chance to push it all on. So Sam's going to figure it out, but it's, you know, he in a big-ass library. He don't know where to look. He don't know what's, where to start. But he's trying, but they don't know. So like that's why John was shocked. He didn't he didn't know that his store was gonna be able to kill that dude. He figured it out. So, you know, it's little stuff they don't know. A lot was lost. So, um Yeah, but it was just for two days I was like, God damn, they Westeros finna they finna get the nigga. They finna run up in our shit. Like, yo, it was like, yo, Cersei and all them. And thank God Cersei went to jail. Oh, and that was an over underrated scene when Cersei was in jail and that bitch hit her with that spoon. <laughs> fuck Cersei. Cersei is the fucking checkers playing motherfucker in the chess world. And she finally got her dude. Fuck Cersei Lannister. And, and it's gonna get worse. But anyway. Well, that's the chick. Yeah, so she's the um the queen regent. So, but her dumbass, like, so she's the the Lannisters are like the richest family in the kingdom. They helped usurp the throne. She was married to the old king, but she killed him. And then now her son, her they killed Job. So like, Tommen, her young son is the king now. But she acting like she the queen, and she's just dumb. She's just dumb. She has no foresight. She has she makes bad decisions. She doesn't. She's just dumb. She she think oh, I can't do. I couldn't even. We have to hold go a whole another episode on Cersei, but she's just dumb. She's one. She's chess again. She plays checkers when everybody else is playing chess. She's very vindictive. She's very tit for tat. Every little slight, she has to get you back. And so now, because you know, she let so it's this this um, cast of like priests who power was taken from them like seven hundred years ago by the Targaryens. Probably because they're like religious fanatics and nobody, when they get power, they don't know how to fucking act. And so that's probably why. Well, Cersei dumbass decide because she mad at Marjorie, who's, who's Tommen, who's, who's a Tyrell, who's also a, who's the second richest family, but they're in the South. And they're the only family that can stand up to the Lannisters because they're rich also. Because the Lannisters have gold, they have agriculture. They don't give a fuck about the Lannisters, fuck what the Lannisters want to do. We don't need y'all coin. We got coin for days, right? So... Mm-hmm. Um, 
And she's mad about that because Terrell's not here for Cersei. And the Terrells keep letting Cersei know, you ain't the motherfucking queen, bitch. Marjorie's the queen. So Cersei, her little petty ass, trying to get back at them, gives these priests back this power that they haven't held in like a thousand years. And it's a reason why, because these motherfuckers is religious fanatics. So now they run around locking everybody up on morals charges. And Cersei's stupid ass can't see past the tip of her nose. She all run around all happy because she got Marjorie locked up. And she got um, her brother locked up. But it don't dawn on this dumb bitch that, bitch, you, you fucking fuck your brother. Your kids is from incest. You fuck your twin brother. You fucking your cousin. It's half of people in this town can tell about the shit you do. But she don't never think. She don't think, like, that far ahead. She's just that petty. And, of course... Olena Terrell, who stays 10, 10, 10 steps ahead, was like, oh, you think you finna lock up my grandbabies and I ain't gonna do shit about it? Okay, Cersei, got you, bitch, got you. So she gets into the head priest's ear and was like, okay, well, since you, why you locking people up on moral charges and, 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 and worrying about somebody, you know, buggering somebody, um, you might want to check your girl Cersei because, you know, I ain't want to gossip, so you ain't heard it from me, but you might want to check her background, too. And, that's, and, and as she says that, she kind of hints to him, and hey, bro, you're not fooling me. You might got these, these dudes in the town shook up, but I got money and I got an army, and we come in and, and, and get rid of all of y'all, for real, for real, if that's what you want to do. But if you want to be smart and be on my side and play this game, then, you know, I can work with you. All of that wasn't said, but it was said. I kept seeing the chick, but I wasn't too much paying attention to what was going on because I was just fascinated by everything else. So I don't know what the hell was happening with her or if if that's even the one that was in the cell. I'm not sure if I I don't even know where they were, what was going on. I just briefly saw chick that was in the cell and the nun kept coming in and saying, confess, confess. That's what you're talking about. I, I really don't know. All right, I, I just remember I kept seeing the girl. She, I think her hair might have been a little curly, dark. Oh, that's Denarius Tar- Curly Dark. Oh, that's Miss Sandy. She she okay, she's so like she like brown skin. Thirsty. Yeah, yeah. No, you probably if you only watched the last part, you wouldn't have seen Cersei. Yeah, um, then I don't then I don't know who that is. Yeah, so Cersei, um, so that's what um Atlanta Ter- Terrell did because Atlanta's a G and she's been doing this shit for a long time and Cersei is light work, and so and so the priest came and got Cersei's ass for fucking her cousin. And some other shit that's gonna come out because it's been a rumor in the kingdom that she fucks Jamie and her kids are bastards and, and the daughters are incest, but you know, nobody really was running with it. But since you wanna get funky with it, so they throw her, so they throw at Cersei ass in jail. So the same one she rose up to lock up all the other people now got her dumb ass locked up because she gave him the motherfucking key to do it, dumb bitch. So anyway, everybody's happy that Cersei's in jail and, and life and life about to come. Life about to get even worse for Cersei. Cersei's finished. I, I hate to give y'all spoilers for y'all didn't read the books, but Cersei is finished, and that's what the fuck she get. How um, many books are there? Uh, four or five. There's one that we're waiting for, and, and that you know we've been waiting for him to write. And people kind of nervous because he's mad old, and we like if this nigga die before he write this last book, I, it's gonna be flipping tables nation <laughs> worldwide. But I, I read recently that he told people how he wants it to end in case he doesn't make it. But I think he's working on it now. But he's been working on it for quite a bit. So I think it's four books, and this will be the fifth. But it could be five books, and this will be the sixth. I can't recall. Okay. Um, but it's called this, it's called the Songs of Ice and Fire, or is it Songs of Ice and Fire? I don't know. That's the name of the series, I think. But um, yeah, it's 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 excellent. But woo, Game of Thrones, I love you. 
you are the best show on TV. Your plots, your characters, the the the, the shading, the foreshadowing, because it's fun. It's it's funny when you watch because we all watching on Twitter, and you can always tell who read the books and who haven't because there'll be certain scenes and people that haven't read the books be like off here on the left, and us that read the books we be sitting back like doo dee doo doo dee doo because we know what's about to happen. Like when Joffrey died, this nigga was acting the absolute ass, the complete ass, just being obnoxious, and we was all like mm-hmm, watching Joffrey. Joffrey act the fool because we knew he was just about to die. <laughs> it was like awesome. Anyway, shout out to Game of Thrones. Love it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself involved in this. Is it almost over? Um, for this season, probably because True Detective starts on June 22nd, so there might be two or three more episodes. Oh, uh, just for the season? Yeah, just for the season. Right. Oh, and shout out to Daenerys Targaryen because a lot of people. That's my. You know, everybody got their favorite who they who they root for. I don't know nobody root for Stannis. If you bow in the stands, you get out of my boat. But I am fucking team Daenerys Targaryen because I told you before, she's the original line. She got usurped on some bullshit. She's the Stormborn. Melisandre got um fucking Stannis thinking it's him because the the, the pro- so Melisandre is like this witch doctor, this witch, and she sees the prophecies, but she she don't know how to read it. She be getting it fucked up, and so. She sees it in the flame. They 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 worship the Lord, which is the, the Lord of Light, and she sees these visions in the flame, but she don't be reading them right. And the visions told her that the true rightful true king was born in a storm, right? So Stannis was born in a storm. He was um, he was on Dragon's Rock when you know he was born, and and so she's that's why he thinks he's the one true king because it came. But they don't, again they didn't know that they forgot about Denarius. Denarius is the stormborn because if you read the books, it goes back and it tells you that she was born. Her mother um, gave birth to her during when they were trying to usurp them and the war was going on and her mother had to had to sneak away and have her and, and she was born during a night when it was a really bad thunderstorm and she wasn't going to make it. It was a lot of shit that happened the night Denarius was born. She's the stormborn. Melisandre don't know that. They nobody knows that because they kind of once they got the Targaryens out of there, they figure all oh, the girl was stolen into slavery, they gone, and they forgot about them. But it's really Denarius who was the Stormborn that Melisandre sees in her visions. And sorry if I'm, but y'all should have read the books. Fuck y'all. So, sorry if I gave it away. But you know, so every time I see that, I'm just like, oh, whatever, Stannis. Ugh, whatever, Stannis. Whatever. Nobody's bowing to your cornball ass. Whatever, Stannis. Right. So, because it's not him. Denarius is, is, is the one. So, um, you know, and there was a scene where her and Tyrion finally meet, because Tyrion is, is another one. He's underrated. He's probably the smartest one on the show. They, um, his father, who he killed, went with Jamie because Tyrion's a little midget, and, you know, he's he's like the black sheep of the family, and nobody gave him a shot. And he, uh, he killed their mother when he was born, so he's kind of, you know, being born. And so he's kind of the outcast. And so Jamie is the... Um, you know, the younger one, he's tall and he's handsome and he was good with his hair. He was the he was the golden boy. But Tyrion's really the one. Tyrion's the one that's most like his father, has a good mind and knows and, and saved the realm, to be honest, because they got attacked um by Stannis. And, and if it wasn't for Tyrion, they would have fell to Stannis, but whatever, Tyrion don't get no no um credit and some shit happened and he killed his dad and he had to roll out, long story short. And then anyway, he meets up with Denarius. And I, I remember I told you Denarius don't fuck with none of them because she all she's far as she concerned, all y'all usurped my throne and killed my family and tried to kill me and I would have been yeah. dead. She don't fuck with none of them. So they finally meet and she and she meets Tyrion and they're talking and Tyrion is like you know, she. I told you before, she kind of needs an advisor. 
Yeah, she's the one that um, their advisor was spying on her. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So Amy, and they're talking, and you know, and Terry, you know, Denari, I mean, she when you see her, everybody that sees her, they get it. They like, oh, this is the one. Like, as soon as they see her, like, you know, just motherfuckers, that's it, just it, you know. Right. And so he recognizes that, but he's playing it cool. Because he, he was real, like, whatever, I'll, whatever, Jorah, what make you think she, this little girl, you know, the same way everybody else is. And Jorah was like, all right, just wait till we get there. You know, <laughs> like, I ain't going to try to convince you, just wait till we get there. So when we get there, Tyrion sees her, and he's like, shit, this is the mother, you know, this the one. But he's playing it cool, because Tyrion is smart. And Daenerys, again, I tell you, she's a young girl. She's like maybe, I said 14 earlier, I think she's a little older than that now. She was 14 when she was um with the um the Dothraki. I think she might be 16, 17 now. She's a little bit older, but she's still young. And so, yeah. you know, she, she's like, well, why should I let you into my court? And he's like, what makes you worthy of me wanting to be in your court? And so she likes that. Denaris is like that. You know, she, she's like that. She doesn't, she like, if you show a little spunk or if you if you give it back to her a little bit respectfully, she likes that, right? She's not, mm-hmm. she's not one of these insecure motherfuckers. Like, if you real with her, she real with you. So she likes that. So she takes Tyrion in, and they're talking, and, and Tyrion's like, well, you know, if you'll let me live, because she can still kill him. She's like, if you'll let me live, you know, I'll give you what you want. What do you want? And she's like, I want my throne. And he's like, well, why would you want that? She, and he's, you know, telling her what's going on, and, and you know, this family and that family, and, 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 and Daenerys had this excellent scene where the camera flies in on her and she's like the Targaryen she's like the Lannisters, the Tyrells the Starks, she's like all these great families that you tell me about, they just a spoke in the wheel cause Tyrion's thing is like well why would you just want to be another spoke in the wheel, you can't be the queen you don't have the power, all these things, you gotta have this family and that family's this, he, she, he's telling her all the gossip and the fuck shit, giving her the tea and she just looks at him and she was like, all these niggas is just a spoke in the wheel. She was like, I'm not here to be another spoke in the wheel. I'm here to break the wheel. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God. That's my baby. Like, yes. Daenerys. In other words, she like, oh, you have me mistaken, sir. Yeah. I'm not here to just be another. I'm the queen. I'm Daenerys Targaryen. I'm the mother of dragons. That's my throne. I will wipe all those motherfuckers out. I don't need none of them. I don't require the assistance of any of them. I'm not coming back to serve any of them or have any of them serve me. I'm coming back to get my shit and whoever don't like it can get the fuck, can lay down, can get down or lay down. And it was just so awesome. And it just got, it got overlooked because there were so many other things in that episode. But that when oh, that was, that was a dope ass scene. I was like, yes, Khaleesi, yes. Like, that's I gotta my- watch and learn these learn these people. This sounds like a dope story. Oh, it's it's the best thing. But um, shout perhaps out. read the books too. Yeah, I mean, if you want, it's it's, it's you know. I'm not a big fiction reader. Yeah, it, I am. That is that's like five. That's like five hardback Harry Potter. So I mean, if you want to, it's a good series if you want to read it, and it really helps you understand the story more because it's little stuff like this. This season, they're really combining two books, like. Last season, they, they stick pretty, I'll give it to them, they stick pretty close to the book. This season is the first season that's been like a little departures from some of the main plots. And this season, they're actually combining two books. So some of the things that happened in this season happened over two books. So if you didn't read the books, you wouldn't know. And there's some things they're leaving out and some things they I mean, you can't, you know, you can't put everything into a book. So a lot of the politics and a lot of the stuff that's running underneath the plot, there's people, if you haven't read the books, they miss it. 
So little 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 subplots, like a lot a lot more in, into what Cer- motivates Cersei and how stupid Cersei is. They get into it more into the book than they do here. So you don't really. You, you know, if you're just watching the show, it just looks like Cersei is a bitch, but it's more to it than that. Like, she really thinks that if she was a man, she should be the king, and she should be the smarter one. It shouldn't be Jamie, it should be her. But the reason Yeah, I was gonna ask, um, is it, it seems like there's this, there's a, a portion of people that believe that the, the one true king is a man, right? Yeah. So, like, they're, they're looking for it to be a man. Yeah, well, yeah, all of them really fighting for the throne. And in Cersei's right. mind, if she was a man, if she was because her and Jamie are twins. So okay. in Cersei's mind, her she's she's not taken seriously by her father because she's a woman. And if she was a man, she's the smartest person and she's the most cunning. And she, of course, she should run a throne. But she's a woman, so they won't take her seriously. It's not that. It's because she's dumb and she's petty and she's not fit for the throne. And her father knew that. Her father saw her for what she was. I mean, he's her father, so he made sure she was okay, so he was like, alright, bitch, I'm gonna do the best for you I can, which was to marry her to the new king, who was Robert Baratheon, and, you know, but her dumb ass killed him, and fucked shit up. She's just dumb. So, but this little stuff like that, you don't necessarily get on HBO, you get in the books, because, you know, there's more, there's more backstory, and, and more, you know, of explanation that goes on the books. So a lot of that you would miss, but I mean, you can still watch the show, it's still gonna be good, even if you don't read the books. Is it on Spark Notes? Mm, I don't know. Might be. <laughs> Might be. I don't know. But um, yeah. So shout out. Oops. Shout out to um Game of Thrones. And this is gonna be a long episode, but that's okay. Yeah, I was just looking at it. But um, because we forgot, and I don't know how we forgot this. This on me and on you. How we forgot Bessie, bruh? We did not discuss I- Bessie. <laughs> yeah. We did not discuss Bessie. We are supposed to be this. You know, gonna be gay hot topic show, and we did not discuss Bessie. I'm so sorry. It's been like almost three or four weeks now since it's been on, but we gotta we gotta discuss. Fail, fail, fail. We gotta. Dis- I know on my part it's because I didn't finish watching it, but um, yeah. We we gotta discuss Bessie and Queen Latifah, and you know Dana. I mean, is there any question? I mean, okay. If, if there's anybody still doubting whether or not Dana's a lesbian, yeah, you know, God bless. But, you know, it's so much to say about Bessie. Like, I, first of all, I Googled Bessie Smith because I didn't know a lot about her. I did not know that she lived in Philadelphia and actually died in Philadelphia and had such a connection to Philadelphia. And actually, kind of where near I'm from, like Mount Area area, which back then, I mean, now it's not suburb, it's part of Philly. But you could, Mount Area is like, if there's a nice part of Philly, that's it. If there, if you would say there's a nice part, that's it. There's still big houses. Like my house is pretty big. We had a front yard, a backyard, you know, lots of land, driveways, garages. That's Mount Airy. So back in the 20s, Mount Airy would have been considered like a Long Island or like somewhere, you know, in the city, but it's still, it's still a suburb. So I, I didn't know that about her. Um, I knew she was bisexual. But I didn't, I mean, listen, man, shout out to Dana. Dana was on TV with her titties out like runways. She was hugging up on that girl, kissing up on that girl. Um, and, and Monique, shout out to Monique. As much as we yeah. drag Monique, Monique is a good actress, yo. She is. And, and she's a really good she actress. She played that part. And that shows how much her 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 lack of her her, her lack of savvy or, or refinement or her business manager, whatever her issue is, that shows how much it's holding her back because Monique is a good actress. Like low key. <laughs> She be playing the shit out of roles. She was in, she was good in Blackbird. She was good in this. She she can act. 
and um, they did the damn thing. And shout out to um, shout out to Queen Latifah. Shout out to Bessie. I wish you would just come on out the closet and just and just stop. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she maybe she is a film. Maybe that's what she liked. But I know the day that I used to know, they used to wear the Adidas sweatsuits and the, and the hats oh. on the backs. And, huh? Who is a fan? Latifah? No. Counts. <laughs> hey, I'm, I listen. <laughs> I don't like to see a fan. <laughs> I don't like to put people in a box. I'm saying maybe. Me neither. I'm not putting her in no box, but we're not going to sit up here yeah. and act like um, Queen Latifah is a fan. I mean, we, not, we are not about to do that. No. We are not. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is perhaps in her journey, she has. Maybe she liked them heels. She be wearing it. She be in them all the time. Maybe she like them. Maybe maybe she grown into them. Yeah. I mean, because we done discussed if if they was paying us enough, we would put them heels on right. too. You was absolutely right. You was absolutely right. But don't you think she got enough money now? She could she could just come out with some J's. You don't think? I think she got enough money now. But look, like we have addressed, you know. Deciding to put your heels away and decide and say, I'm going to wear these Jordans or I'm going to wear put on these cold hands from the men's department. <laughs> that takes a lot. And maybe she didn't get to that point. I don't know. <sighs> we are not going to pretend on today that she is. <laughs> All right. I tried, Dana. I'm sorry. I tried. I don't know. We, yeah. I love you. I mean, I didn't. I I saw y'all tweeting about it, and I didn't. I tried to stay away because I hadn't seen it. So we decided we were gonna watch it, and we were sitting there staring at the TV like we did not know that this was gonna happen. Didn't know. Listen, I <laughs> was shocked. I, and 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 I saw them tweeting about the titties. I saw them tweeting about it. So I was like, okay, it's gonna come apart. It's gonna be some titties. I, I already knew. Right. But when it came, I still was like. Shot like those titties, like she got her titties out. Those is real titties. I was like, because I looked, I was like, well, it's them prosthetic titties, you know, because they hang them around your neck and they, and they blend the makeup in and they blend the makeup in and they be prosthetic titties, right? But I, those was titties. I was like, those is titties. She really got her titties out. Okay, Dana. Okay. Okay. Salute. Listen, do it. She has it out. I was like, wow. And then, you know, but then I looked at it, and I was like, well, if you really watch it, though, it ain't like they was really fucking. Like, she kissed her on the shoulder, they hugged a few times, um, the, um, Miss, Miss, um, the lady who was, like, wherever the rumor house they was in, she wasn't with that gay shit, and she told them they had to get the hell out when they was in the bed, but I was like, well, it ain't like they was really fucking, it ain't even like they tongue it. did they even kiss? They were just lip kissing, right? They weren't like, nobody had nobody tongue in nobody's mouth. It wasn't like Carrie and, and, and Daniel Ramirez. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, again, I fell asleep. We put this on at night. So you talking about um, Tika? When she, the girl, her girlfriend. I can't remember the girl's name. But I'm no, saying, when they were in, when they were like, in, it's earlier on in the yeah, movie when, when they first started. Up. Yeah, came yeah. together and the lady like, oh, y'all got to get the hell out of here. Yeah, they, they were just shit. toying around. I don't yeah, think it was no real. Yeah, they weren't doing no shit. wasn't nobody's titties out. It wasn't. It was still kind of safe. But um, I just was surprised. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess Dana feel like, oh, I'm. I don't know. I told you I went to that Long Beach, but she kept coming to the to the to the threshold of the closet, but she wouldn't come out. We want, you know, we'll have to take this topic up another time. But I'm just like, come on, man, you got enough money. I mean, come on, it won't hurt you none. Can't visibility matters, man. Come on out the closet, Dana, Dana, Dana. 
come out the closet, Dana. We know you probably got some of the baddest bitches out. You got to, because you got paper. I, I just, I would like to see. I, just, I want you to come out so you, so I can come ask you to be my mentor. Right? Right. That's it. Right. Can you show us the way? Can you show us how to? Right. Uh, I just want to ask questions. I want to learn the game and not bump my head no more. Not bump my head no more. That's it. I'll be an extra. I'll hold the camera. Whatever you want to do. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so shout out to Bessie, and we sorry missed it. And I, that, that, I, I, I said I was going to surprise you with this, because I forgot to tell you. Have you ever seen the movie Bound? Bound? No. So, homework. You got to see Bound, man, because I want to, I want to, that's, I have a conversation or a topic that I want to bring up off of Bound. Bound is like, if you were, if you were a dyke who was like young in the 90s like me, if you're an old nigga, you know what Bound is. And Bound is like, it's, it's why the spider was excuse me, it's by the Warsawski brothers, it's right before they underwent, the one underwent the transition to be a woman, it was the last movie they made, it has, um, um, what's the old girl, oh, I just lost her name, girl from Showgirls, and, oh, what's her name, the one that was in Show, you remember Showgirls, right? No, um, I am not Gina, a history, Gina, Gina, I'm not history, a, a TV and movie person. Gina Gershon, Gina Gershon was in it, she okay. plays Corky, she plays a, a stud lesbian, um, Tilly, I always get the Tillys mixed up. Jennifer Tilly. Yes. Okay. Jennifer I'm looking Tilly at the cast. She plays Violet, the girlfriend. Um, the dude from SUV, what's his name? Christopher Chris Maloney. Chris Maloney is in it. He plays a gangster. Um, and the guy from The Sopranos is in it. What's his name? The one that killed the horse, that Tony choked for killing the horse. Um. Never seen The Sopranos either. Okay, that guy. If y'all see, y'all don't talk about. I can't remember his name. He's Damn. in it. Um, it's a really. It's I. You gotta watch it because when you watch it, I want to have a discussion about. But if anybody that was coming of age as a little baby dyke in the in the nineties to the two thousands, you know, Bound. It's one of the sexiest movies ever made. Gina Gershon and Lily um, Jennifer Tilly played the shit out of them roles. Um, it's just really good so if you could watch it i don't know if it's on streaming i got the dvd somewhere but i don't have a dvd player so whatever but if you what let me know when you watch it because all right i'm I'm gonna find it this week i gotta you guys should know i have the world's probably the world's worst case of adhd and it takes everything in me to get through any tv show or any movie or anything where i gotta sit on my ass and watch like I just can't. I get so sidetracked. I just can't focus for shit. Yeah, you you would focus on bound though. It's just one scene. Yeah, it has to be. It grasps my attention. It looks like it looks good from what it's I read. Good. It's good. Like it's like it's a it's 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 a mob story. It's a mob movie. Really. And I love mob stories. Yeah, it's a mob movie, really. But it's it's got. I can't explain. You just gotta see. It's a really good movie, and you you gotta see it. You'll like it. It's really good. It's a really good movie, and it's a classic movie. Like if you say bound. To anybody gay that I said that was like young around that time, or just anybody gay at all. It's a lot of y'all baby dykes I saw on Twitter too, and just regular dykes that have not seen Bound. Y'all are missing a jewel. Because if you saw, if you think She Hates Me was good, She Hate Me with Carrie and Donya, which it was, you think that was good, you got to see Bound. Oh, I forgot to mention, I, mean, I meant to give Donya a shout out on My Yours and Never Too, because I saw her on something random where she was talking about, uh, it was like something on Immigrants. And Donya Ramirez was one, and she went up to the Bronx and was talking to her family. And I think Donya Ramirez is fine as shit. And even and and I don't care what she ever does from now on. I know she's on like all these shows and blowing up now, but she gonna always be um, 
Fatima's girlfriend from She Hate Me when they fucked on the kitchen counter and, and they and they have a spot in my heart. Her and Kerry Washington, I don't care how terrible scandal ever is, they always have a special place in my heart for that movie because they did their research and they studied that shit extremely well and they fucking did that shit to death. And I mean they did it on the kitchen counter, which was kinda unsanitary, but what the fuck ever. But You would never do it in the kitchen? On the counters? Yeah. Mm-mm. They have Clorox. Mm-mm. Not on the counters. No. I've never done it, but I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'll pick you up and take you somewhere else. No, we can't. In ki- in- kitchen floor? Not in the kitchen. Not in the kitchen. Sorry. Kitchen by the door? Not, yeah, okay, by the door. Not by, like, where the food be. <laughs> mm. And, you know, your pubes on the... Mm. I mean, you know, I'm not saying it might not start there, but I'm going, we're going to carry ourselves out the kitchen. Definitely not on the countertop with the food on the oven. No. But anyway, it was an iconic scene and yours and never to God bless y'all. Maybe we should have, we should have a She Hate Me episode, but not this one. All right. So you got anything else for this segment for shit we watch? We didn't Um, do Love and Hip Hop, but we can, you know what? We'll do it next week. No, I have nothing else because I don't watch shows. Okay, so our last our last section is who had me fucked up, and I think both of ours for travel this week because y'all know I don't know if y'all know, but during the week I be in Ohio because I travel for work. So well, the job we're doing right now is on, we have to be on site with the clients. So I'm in Columbus from Monday to Friday, and I come back on the weekend. So I've been traveling quite a bit. Um, so yeah. what was your? You said yours was TSA. Yeah, and and my um my significant other, my girlfriend, love my life is somebody. a flight attendant. Somebody. Is a flight attendant, so I, I do travel um, to to make this thing work. Um, but I was in I was in Milwaukee yesterday, and also this should have went in current events. But shout out to Milwaukee; it was their pride yesterday or this weekend. Um, and I must say that all of us were very unsuspecting, had no idea that pride was what it was in Milwaukee. What is it? And we it. Well, like, we're walking through downtown, and it's quiet. Like, there's nobody on the street. So, like, we walk from the hotel down to, like, their pier. I don't know what the name of it was. And then there's this mob of people. See, like, you go in through the gate or whatever, the turnstiles, and, like, it's, it's like Alice in Wonderland for gays. Like, it was just, like, there was a big, um, not a monorail. What's the thing called? They have them on the ski slopes. That, ski the ski yeah, like that, but it was just going straight across. Okay. So, like, there's that, and there's just so, like, there were so many people. I don't know why, I don't know what I thought Milwaukee was, but I didn't think that there was this many people, let alone this many gays, yeah. and it was pretty diverse. All I know of Milwaukee is Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, it was pretty damn diverse. And also, there was, a uh, there was, like, the Westboro Baptist Church-esque people yeah. outside. I heard, I just I just tweeted an article. They said somebody walked up and threw a cup of coffee on them at the Biden funeral. Those people are horrible. Yeah, th- there was, was like, was I'm not, I don't think it was the church, but it was, you know, their friends. They was telling y'all y'all was going to hell. They had signs right. and shit. Right. Yeah, but right. what was hilarious to me, and I've never seen it, was right across, like, in their face was some, like, older, uh, like, OG gays and queers with signs that were just like, my son was born gay and what? And I was like, ooh, are they going to duel out here? <laughs> because I want to be here. When this happens. White rage. 
Um, but anyway, so I was up there. Shout out to them. I had a good time. Amazing time. Um, and apparently it's the biggest um, music pride. Word? In America. Who yeah. They, who they have, so, what, what acts they have there? I didn't get to see anything, but when I was looking it up, like on the way there, because I had no idea it was pride, that one of the things was just like, this is the biggest pride for music. And I was like, oh, wow. Oh. Um, but have- I, I couldn't see anything. It We just were there. So was it like, you said it was diverse, but like how diverse was it? Like it was mainly white? It was a half and half? It was like 25%? No, it was like genuinely diverse. Like it was evenly mixed. And were they all from like Milwaukee or did people come from like other places? Like I, I guess that they'd be much from Milwaukee. I couldn't like tell. come to Milwaukee Pride from somewhere else. That much I couldn't tell. Probably Milwaukee and like Chicago maybe. Like okay. places that are relatively nearby. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how far... Again, the mid- I don't know shit about the Midwest. All I know is I be in Ohio. I don't even know what Columbus. I think Columbus is near Cleveland because oh, when we go onto where to the site, we always see the signs for Cleveland. But then somebody was like, "Well, no, nah, it's like a five hour drive." I don't even. Know. I should check a map. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where in Ohio I am. I just know that we're in Ohio. Ohio State. We're in a college town, which is you know kind of okay. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so TSA. So. Every single time I go through the scanner, they stop me for my crutch. Quick question, quick question. Okay. You be putting the um, tools, when you travel, you put the tools in a suitcase? If I have them, yeah. You put them in there? Okay. You yeah. send them through the scanner or you check them? Send them through the scanner. I've done, I've sent them through the scanner before. All right, all right, go ahead. Um, I think. I don't usually travel with them. I, but I, I it, check them. But go ahead. You check them? Yeah, You're scared? Nah, I just don't. They're none of your business. Yeah, Whatever. I, they assume anyway, so yeah, there it is. Anyway, um, they stopped me from my crotch every single time. <laughs> and so, like, this past two times, or three times, they've sent me back in and been like, pull up your pants. Yeah, they, they pull up your pants. Nigga, they up. What the fuck? And, and right. And I, and I tell them. So, like, this morning, I came out and I was like, um... And I forgot to take my belt off. So I walked in and I gave the guy my belt and I was like, I'm sorry, here. So I was like, I'm going to walk out of here. It's going to show on this thing that I have something going on in the crotch area. Because <laughs> it always does. Just check me. And he was like, well, so lady walks up and she's like, well, we're trying not to pass you down. So go back. And I was like, all right. She was like, put your pants up. And I was like, all right. <laughs> so I go out and I come back and I step down and I was like, it's gonna tell you again. Yeah. No matter how high I pull these pants up. Yeah. I don't know what because happened. The maybe it happened. Hot. <laughs> maybe maybe that's where they put my uh my barcode at. I don't know. <laughs> but so, it's gonna tell you that. Somebody like, told me. I don't know if it's true, but somebody told me is that you know any place where there's um like a gap or some air because if you was packing cocaine, so if you say you had cocaine in your crotch, it's gonna create a space between your actual body. And your clothes. So they say anytime they pick up a gap, it hits. And that, and it's usually in your crotch. Because, I mean, unless you're wearing some tights or some shit, it's going to yeah. be space in your crotch area. So that's what they say. But I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. Because it, then it went from there to her having to search my hands and swab my hands. So I was just like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. But to me, it got on my nerves. Because I was just like, lady, oh. look, I'm trying to make y'all jobs easier. And quicker. Can we move I'm trying to all? tell you that you're going to have to pat me down. Right. I don't have nothing. I'm trying to comply with y'all. And yeah. I'm trying to get through here as quick as y'all trying to get me through here. 
Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Get it over with. I don't want to walk through this thing five times. It's going to go all pat me, bitch. Pat right. Me down. And she was just like, you're right. How did you know? Because I be in here every weekend. Like, I do. I go this, through this every weekend. I'm not new to this, bitch. It's you. Shit. <laughs> like, like, this is why I need to preach it because I'm just so fed Yeah, up. yeah, get the preach it. Yeah, that's okay. funny. My my um how they got me fucked up is similar. So what airline you fly? I fly Delta. Okay, I fly Delta too. And because I travel so much I have um the miles and the status on Delta. So and you know, if you fly those smaller flights like the little shuttle flights they have, so like from mm-hmm. New York to Boston, from New York to certain or wherever, if it's like a short distance, it's a little shuttle flight. Just the connector, uh, right? Plane. Right, yeah. and because of my mileage and I have I have status, so I get I be in first class quite a bit. Either I get bumped what up. But you to, got Delta One, huh? What that? You got Delta One. What is Delta One? Like, are you are you like the super super elite? If you get not late, super, they pick you up I'm in not the at, I'm not at Platinum Diamond, whatever elite, but I'm I'm um I got one of them. I don't know because it's linked. So our company gives us American Expresses, and okay. so um your status is. American. I don't know if you have American Express, but if you get the plat, you have, no. so a certain a certain status you get just from having American Express. So you already yeah. get certain privileges, and then if you fly, you get it on top of that. And since I fly a lot, so I, I, I'm not I'm not the top top one, but um I don't know what it is, but it's not based. Like I get I get bumped up the first class a lot, or I'll get first class a lot just from the okay. points or just how much you travel or whatever. So I be in, I said all that to say I be in first class a lot. So okay. coming back this Friday from Columbus. I was in first class. Now, I don't, you know, on the little shuttles, it's usually two. In the first class part, it's usually two by one. So on one side, it'd be two seats. On the other side, it'd be the one seat. Usually, right. I, I get to have the one seat, which I enjoy because it's just you. You ain't nobody. If you got to get up, you get up. Well, this time, I had the two seats. So I, mean, I had the window seat, which I don't like. I usually try to get the aisle because if I got to get up, I just want to get up. Whatever. So I'm in the window seat. And all the first class, a lot of people that be in first class, they be business people. A lot, of, I mean, sometimes be regular people, but this time it was business people. So here come big white dude in his suit, in his his suit. So I'm already seeing him like, oh, whatever. So he sits down next to me. He was cool, you know, everything was cool. But like, so I usually check my bag, or they do the gate check. But if they don't do the gate check, I usually check my bag because I just be the overhead bin fight. I'm not having it, you know, whatever. So I had gate checked my back. So all I had was my backpack. And you know when you get on a plane, they have the blanket and the pillow in the seat sometimes? Okay, so I get in, and and I try to, when I get in a plane, I try to slide in so people can go by. I don't like to be that asshole that hold the whole line up, taking your jacket off, putting your, nigga, get the fuck out Me the too. way. Let everybody get in the plane. Then you do all that shit, right? So I slide in real quick. I'm taking my backpack off, and I'm going to reach, and, you know, I'm by the window, so I'm going to reach up. He here he come right behind me. So he slides in. So now I'm trapped. This is why I don't like sitting by the window. So now I'm trapped. So I don't have my book bag off. I don't have a pillow in the seat. If you paying any kind of fucking attention, you're not gonna be able to sit down, dude, because we just both got here. We the first people on the plane. Everybody's gonna be calm. We first class. We come in first. We the first seats. We the first two people. Everybody else is getting on this plane. Gonna have to come through. So he slides in. He's putting his shit up. He's going to sit down. Kel don't even got a backpack off yet. Right? Okay, Mr. White Man. So I'm just standing there. And I put my bag in the seat. And I'm standing there. And I'm bent down, you know, a little bit. Wait for everybody to pass. So the break comes. I pass. I step out. And I'm like, excuse me. I got to step over this motherfucker. So then I'm like, oh, oh, did you want to put that up there? So now he gets up. He's, I'm like, 
he just he was he just would irritate me from day one. I was like, nigga, we could all you had to do was slide in here, put your little bag down, let them people go, and you could have stepped back out. He's he got his whole seat though. I'm like, come on, homie, how you just going? Clearly, I'm not finished. You see, I ain't got my backpack. So we go through this whole rigmarole. He gets up. Now he's just all super trying to help me. Because, you know, every time I'm in the first class, they act like I ain't supposed to be. I'm like, nigga, you don't know. I could be the hottest rapper in the world. You don't know who the fuck I am. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so, oh, you want me? Now he all extra trying to help. I'm like, I'm good, dude. Can you just get out the way, please? So so he's sitting there. His legs are crossed all into my side. But, you know whatever so I'm he falls asleep he's slobbing I gotta go to the bathroom now and then this one it wasn't the bathroom in the front it's usually one in the first class and one in the back this one was all the way in the back I'm tapping him like it was just he was just on my nerves it was only the flight from New York to Columbus is only an hour and some change because basically all you got to do is fly over Pennsylvania but he was just on my nerves the whole flight kept having to tap him kept having to tell him get his goddamn feet out my seat I had to tap him to get up to go to the bathroom when the hostess came to ask what he wanted to drink this nigga would order something to drink then he fell to fuck asleep so his drink like, cause you know you just had that little armrest and he ain't had a drink on his tray he had a drink on an armrest so I'm eyeing his coke cause I'm like if this plane bump a little bit that coke gonna be in my lap so it's like, nigga, you ordered the coke. You ain't even want the coke. You fell asleep. You could have just not got nothing. It was just like, oh my god, when that plane landed, I was just so happy to get off that plane. So that was my, you got me fucked up because he just kept getting me fucked up the entire hour's worth of flight. And hopefully, when I go up tomorrow, I don't think I got a first class. I think I'm just in regular. But probably coming back, I will. I usually get it coming back because when I fly on Monday, a lot of people fly it on Monday, and so the platinum people that are over me. They usually bump me out of first class. Usually, although I did get a first class out there one time, so we'll see what happens. But that's how they got me fucked up. Yeah, man. Shout out to Delta getting me safely to the places that I need to be. Yeah, give you know Delta. I mean, all the airlines suck, but Delta is. I feel like you know they they decent. I like Delta, I like Virgin, and I like JetBlue. I feel like those are the least. I've never uh, been on JetBlue or Virgin, but I know when my grandfather, the very first, he bought me my, I think one of my first plane tickets, but that man will only fly Delta. Yeah. So, I do. Yeah, Delta has a long history. You know that history? It's a reason why their um, hub is in Atlanta, because that's where they got started from. So, yeah, I mean, like, again, all the airlines suck, but I feel like Virgin is really nice, but Virgin don't really go a lot of places that I need to go, specifically, that's, you know, they go to, it's hard to get a Virgin um, for I'm not that it's hard to get it, but usually, like if you want to fly from here to LA, they're based in London, right? I don't know where they're based, but they're usually not the cheapest option. So unless you want to pay like two hundred more dollars for a ticket just to be on Virgin, which I usually don't, I'll be like, all right, fuck it, I'm just gonna take Delta. But um, yeah. Delta, JetBlue, I flew when I was going back and forth from um here to LA, I would fly JetBlue. Like, and I say JetBlue because um you don't have to pay extra for a condo. Like they always they have more seats naturally and they have the tv in the back of the chair okay. as opposed to the one that drops down in the middle and you got to try to watch the one in the middle it's always in the back of the chair i just you know they're good and they have and they have the plug jet blue has the um ipod plugs between the seats so if you want to play you know you can plug it right there so I, but i mean delta i try to stick with and it's good to always stick with one airlines that's how you get the mileage and the, and the status and all of that so yeah so Hopefully y'all liked our new format. I know we still we gonna ramble because that's what we do here. Yeah, but, but I think that's the beauty of us, kind of. And I think we gonna name this Mink Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it's gonna be episode what is it episode 10 mink shawl so yeah yeah that that's the that was my first reaction i was just like who is that this dude in this mink shawl he was just like, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm looking like you in that shawl. That's what it is. He's got on a chinchilla. <laughs> all right, yeah. So this is the make shawl. We hope y'all like, excuse me. <clears throat> we hope y'all liked it. And again, we're going to keep y'all up. Y'all want the latest Britney and Glory news? Find it here at Thanks for Asking. Tell your friends. And we will go into the dice subtext because I see a lot of y'all tweeting on Twitter. Y'all be confused like, huh, what's this right here? Listen, how much time you got? You got time today, Holmes? Because we got a seminar we could put on tell y'all about these hoes. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So I'm uh, Kels at KMGZ. And I'm suave at Sincerely Suave. And we appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all comments. We're listening to them all. Again, if you have any questions, suggestions, topics you want us to cover, let us know. We are, we will do it. Um, and, um, you know, thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Shout Supreme. Out, Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to all of y'all. And, um, you know, tell your friends. And till next week. Peace. Be easy, everybody. All right.